Hello, passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train. You know, America's second favorite podcast, where we bring the dark to light, where history never dies, and where listener discretion is always advised. We dive into, make fun of, and joke about the creepy and unsolved mysteries of the world, all while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. Yes, we are a comedy podcast, and things can get kind of dark, so if you're not into that, listen, we get it. But give us a chance, and I'm pretty sure if you stick around for a while, you'll you'll understand why we're just absolutely awesome. Anyway, so welcome aboard, first and foremost. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer, and with me today, I have not one, but two co-hosts with me. It's the one and only Mr. Moody. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything you guys are doing. <laughs> and regrettingly bringing back <laughs> the one and only Jeff Butchko. Well, hi. <laughs> you can see the chat. I'm already started, buddy. It's, it's, I'm it's already back. started. It's like, it's like you never left. It's, it's, yeah. like, you never, it's like riding a bike. It's like riding a bike. What's it up, is. fellas? Happy 200. <laughs> yeah, 200 <laughs> fucking episodes. That's a lot. This 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 podcast is now officially almost as old as Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So two hundred episodes, man. This is uh, it's pretty exciting, pretty yeah. exciting, you know. And uh, we want to thank everyone who's been listening for as long as you have, especially the OGs who've been on board since you know we started. You know, we've had a lot of format changes and a lot of problems, a lot of things that you know life tends it, to happen. It's evolved or and grown, just like a human being. Yes, right. Yeah, if you say so. I I think so. Yeah, do you? Because yeah. yes, I, I agree. It I has. None of us have grown and evolved. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking <laughs> well, about. Well, I don't know about evolve. I've definitely grown like outwards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but yeah, it's been uh, 200 episodes, and uh, we we wanted to bring Jeff back in here and uh, you know talk about something pretty spectacular. They held me at ransom. Yeah. I well, I was on a mission. I've been pretty busy. The only reason he's here is because nobody fucking paid. So. <laughs> No, I've been on a mission for the past three months. I just got back. Oh, yeah. Me, my uh, my group, mission group. Yeah. Um, we went overseas, and we eradicated a lot of raccoons in the southeast. It was a lot of dirty work, man. We didn't get paid for it. We were drinking dirty water. I'm just glad to be back home. You yeah. Know? But we we did save a lot of lives, which is really good. Well, that's so, good. Good for you. Doing so, important uh, and, stuff, you know. And where was this? You said down south, like south southeast, southeast, like Ohio, yeah. or no, you know, like southeast. <laughs> Not even that's where answer. the mission was. <laughs> <Not even. laughs> we took a bus. What do you work for the mob? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we were there. Where were you? There. There you was know, a there. lot of rodents to get rid of, man, and somebody had to do it. And yeah. so, me and my team, which consists of me, went down. Oh, so you are the team. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One man jam. You put the I in team. That's right. All right. Well, good for you, buddy. It's good yeah. to have you back. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back here. And right now, we are, uh, I'm pretty sure we are live streaming. At this exact moment, I'm going to double check and see. And yes, <laughs> Moody's it, face when you said that. <laughs> we, are, we are live streaming right now. Mm-hmm. Where um, are we live streaming? Uh, to YouTube. So hopefully uh, oh. those people out there that are witnessing this debacle take right, place. So so I shouldn't stand up because I'm not wearing pants. No, you I mean, should. Yeah, exactly. You should most definitely do that. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't, uh, listen, I don't, all, I don't, let's be honest. We don't, we don't even know if it's working at this moment because, you know, of me. Point. So anyway. It's only taken us 45 minutes to get here. So Right. Correct. So whatever. So listen, Patreon. We got a bunch of Patreon stuff coming up for you. A bunch of great bonus episodes. I want to thank all the new Patreon members who have jumped on board and become first class passengers, a.k.a. you poopers. And again, if you don't want to be called that, that's fine. You don't have to. But if you do, hey. You're a pooper. That's what you are. So be proud of it. Yeah. So listen, aside from that, we'll save the rest of the business stuff until the end. You guys know how we do it. So we're going to jump right into this weird ass topic. So let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink, and let's get mm, to Gunska-y. Excuse me? Does that work? Does Tagunska-y work? I don't know if it works or not. Okay. It, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> can, I, can I rewind like the past 10 seconds and try again? Nope. <laughs> anyway, here's a toast to all you beautiful motherfuckers. He's on my uh, death pole. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's going to die this year. You think well, Ozzy? 2024, yeah, for sure. Love Ozzy, but he ain't going to make it. You guys should take me in your death pole. Optimus Prime. It's going to be amazing if, like, they can't hear the uh, sound effects coming through. And they just, it's just it's like, us talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you listen real close, here, hold on. You might hear it. I don't know. Stop that. <laughs> that was good. It was good timing. Who gave that guy that thing? <laughs> All right. So today's episode is a big one for us for sure. That's right. You guys heard in the beginning. We've been talking about it. Number 200, 200 fucking episodes. So we've been doing this for uh, a minute. Yeah, how many years now? Uh, well, we started in. Well, I mean, we would be at like 400 if you wouldn't have taken all those goddamn months off. Y- yeah. Moody. Life. <laughs> <laughs> Captain freaking roadkill over here. Were you on a mission too? In, in the southeast? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. can't believe we didn't run into each other. That is weird. <laughs> I think it was because you were you were uh you were going after raccoons. Yeah. And I, I was going I was going after lemurs. Oh the lemurs. How'd that work? Yeah. You're brave, brave, by the way. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I mean, did you find any lemurs or uh seven. Seven. Okay. They do run in squads. And did you? Seven. Like, there were seven. Did you kill any of them, or how'd that work? Yes, all all of them. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Everyone's turning off right now. Like this motherfucker killed lemur. <laughs> <laughs> Only seven. He's kidding. He didn't kill any lemurs. <laughs> unless unless you actually did, then that's even scarier. <laughs> so anyway, uh, before we jump into this, I do want to say, like for sure, like it's been a uh, a hell of a, a a trip. You know, we've done. I mean, shit, 200 episodes just on, on the regular episodes. And there's been some extra ones we've thrown in there from, uh, from time to time. But then, you know, all the way to, uh, you know, the bonus episodes and things like that. Like we've, I don't know, it's been, it's been super cool. And everyone listening out there, thank you so much for your, uh, your participation because it's been a, a fun ride. And we know that not everything always works out the way we want it to. But, you know, we're here. We're here and we're, we're going to do some shit. We're going to do some stuff. Yeah, man. Right. All right. So we're here. Blood, sweat, and tears. Diarrhea, vomit, car accidents, uh, 
Jeff having COVID like eight times. To um, be fair, it was nine. <laughs> okay. I probably, um, I have it right now. Oh, I hope sweet. you don't mind. No, no, I'm fine. Okay. We're in the same studio, we by are. the way, yeah, guys. Yeah, we're, He's sitting right across me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Okay, we good? And now we're on a list. I'm not. I'm at home. Yeah. So fuck y'all. Yeah. Moody's in quarantine. Yep. <clears throat> so through literal fires, floods, hospital stints, and a, you know, worldwide pandemic, uh, through ups and downs, lefts and rights, and everything in between, we've made it to 200 episodes. It's ridiculous, you know, for us to think that we've been able to make it this far. It's a labor of love and something that we enjoy bringing to you guys semi-regularly at least. If you're going to giggle in the background <laughs> while I'm talking to these great people. Yeah. You good? I'm fucking great. Yeah. You sound, you sound like <laughs> are you, you are. You, are sound, you, good? you sound like you are. These two are like chatting with each other. <laughs> no, no. Thing. We <laughs> wouldn't do that. No. Like no. the old days. No. <laughs> anyway, no. you passengers, uh, our listeners really did get us, you know, keep us going and want us to get to uh, like 200 and further. You know what I mean? We want to go, we want to hit 500 at some point in time. Are know? we going to have like a also, moment of reflection I just at realize. the end? Yes, we should have a reflection. Because I'd like to know like what everybody's favorite episode out of the 200. We'll talk about it in the I end. I did realize something though. Uh-oh. We now have more episodes than we do listeners. <laughs> Your mic wasn't muted. <laughs> <laughs> why do I have him on here? Why? Why? Why do I have him? Why? why? Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. All right. So now that obligatory ego stroking of uh, of you guys and ourselves is completely out of the way, let's get into the meat and oh, those boy. big ass potatoes here. What we're discussing in our 200th episode here is well, none other than the. Tunguska event, and that's, I'm going to fuck that word up so much in this. Uh, we know it's been covered before, and it's generally no. accepted that it was a, you know, everyone says it was a meteor event, which I don't believe, by the way. I know nothing about this, so I'm really interested here. Oh, awesome. And uh, so, you know, like we always say, we've never done it, and we do it better. Well, sometimes. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. So we're still going. So what is, as Jeff just asked, the Tunguska event? Well, let's get into it. So on a lovely June morning in 1908, June 30th uh, to be exact, at approximately 7.13 local time near the, oh boy, Potkamanyaya, Potkaha, Potkamanyaya, we're going to say that, Tunguska River in Siberia, Russia. I am so sorry for any Russian listeners out there. Uh, some shit went down and, uh, well, it kind of went down real fucking hard. Out of the blue, there was a massive explosion, not just any explosion. It left no crater, okay? So this thing's like a crater, you know, a big whatever. But it flattened 2,000 square kilometers of pine forest. Dude, it's the mothership crashed. Well, there was no markings on the ground, though. That's what we'll talk about. Okay. Now, for us Americans over here, that's 500,000 acres. That's a lot. Okay, so for perspective purposes, let's kind of dive into this. London is only 390,300 acres, okay? Houston, Texas is 370,900 acres, and Chicago is only 145,300 acres. And for those of you who are musician fans, Ted Nugent, 340 acres on his ranch. Just wanted to throw that out there. Does he really have that much? He's got 340 acres. Well, this is a lot Sweaty more Ted. Well, well, that. Cat scratch fever. That dude's weird. He's fucking weird. So it's 20 Disney Worlds combined. 
600 times the size of Central Park in New York City. Okay. So, and then, okay, for our, you know, London listeners out there, Buckingham Palace. Well, you need 25,000 of those beef boots that Moody... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Please explain. So he left, he left it in here, and I think it's hilarious, because he meant to put bad boys, but it came up beef boots. Like autocorrect? And he, he's like, I wanted to leave this in here. Beef boots, beef boots, what so, you gonna do? So we're gonna start calling... Our, our, I totally forgot about that. Our friends across the pond. We're going to start calling them beef boots. That's a t-shirt right there. Yeah, beef boots. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, would you buy a t-shirt with a boot full of beef? Like the silhouette of it, right? Beef boots. Yeah. That's a good one. Strap on beef your beef boots, boots fuckers. I'd buy that. <laughs> so anyway, you guys get you, you realize what I'm saying here. It's, it's, it's huge. It's huge. An estimated huge. 80 million trees were felled. Okay. All right. The trees fell away from the blast center, lying in a radial position. And those trees are going to come up a little bit in, like, the the hypotheses from everybody. All right. Um, so eyewitnesses described a fireball followed by a trembling ground and hot wind strong enough to knock people down. They recorded John seismic. Farting. What? No, that was just John farting. Yeah, sorry, I do have gays. <laughs> that was me. I, I caused the Tungot Scott. It's a big one. In 1903. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, he just pulls his car over and he's running out. Everybody's like, what are you doing? He's like, go away. Go away. And all the trees just. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Well, I mean, 1903, it could have been Chainsaw. It was Chainsaw. Oh, yeah, in, good in his prime. Yeah, in his prime. He was born into the trees. <laughs> We already figured out that he started the Big Bang. <laughs> the Tunguska yeah. experiment was chainsaw being born. That's awesome. So is that how you pronounce that, by the way? It's Tunguska? I think so. Okay. Are you sure it's not Tunguska? I've that's heard it. That's what I I've said. heard it Tunguska. Yeah. I've heard it Tunguska. Because if I've it's Guska, it would be G-O-O-S-K-A, right? Well, no, but it's, it's also Russian. Russian. It doesn't make sense anyways. So Tunguska. Tunguska. You get vodka. The vodka with the Tunguska. Tunguska is what I'm calling this from now on. Okay. Here it is. I'm talking about Tunguska. Oh, dude. I wonder if Yuri was around for this. No, no. I know be there. Yuri's great grandfather was, though. No, no, no. Suri. No. no, I shouldn't say that. My phone's going to go off. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My watch is like. Bah, 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 bah. Hey, Siri. <laughs> where was Yuri in yeah. 1903? <laughs> Oh shit! My phone's seriously going off right now. <laughs> so so anyway, so this is a big thing that happened. All right, yes. and uh, they recorded seismic activity all over Western Europe because of the blast. The impact was heard up to a thousand kilometers or six hundred and twenty-one point three seven miles away. Can I ask a question? Uh, you can. It was nineteen oh eight. Correct. How the hell did they record it? What? The seismic waves. No, not I mean, like, not like literally, like, like earthquake. On like a no, like not, not on a seismographer. On their oh, okay, okay. Like yeah. somebody that far away was like, ooh. I was gonna say, like back then. <laughs> yeah. like, Come on, yeah, they were like, they had, like the Jurassic Park cup with, yeah, with water. Said, <laughs> oh, was that you or a seismic? <laughs> so while seismic shock waves were registered as far away as England from this thing, so the blast was so big it could be seen from five hundred miles away. In the period following the blast and for a bit after, Siberia and other parts of Europe experienced abnormally bright nighttime skies as far as Ireland. And that's a hike from there. Yeah. Like, it's a very, very good distance. Even though... Uh, th Every, everything's a hike from Siberia, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Siberia. That's that's why they send people to the gulag up there. And Moody, how, how fast does light travel? 
uh, really fast. <laughs> He's not wrong. I see the little kid meme where he's, he's the flash. Yeah. Really fast. And he just falls over in the pavement. Yeah. It's one of the greatest I'm ones. I'm fast. Yeah. How fast are you? Really fast. <laughs> yeah. Falls over. 186,000 miles a second. Yeah. That's what I said. Fast. Okay. So that's a long distance to go real quick. Yeah. So in the period following the blast uh, for a bit, um, you know, again, they had these bright lights in the sky all over the place. And even though the search was, you know, they were looking for whatever caused this, you know, huge anomaly here. Only a few tiny fragments that measured less than a millimeter across were found. So how in the fuck, and Moody, I, I got you on this one, did they find that shit, those millimeter fractions of whatever it was, in 500,000 acres of wiped out forest? Wait a, wait a minute, did I fuck something up there? No, I'm saying, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Like, how, how, how oh, could they have... Oh, all right. That's what makes me think, like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. You know? There's a lot of things yeah, to me dude. that doesn't make sense. And there's one in this, and we're going to get to at the end, is my favorite. Do I believe it? I don't know. But it's my favorite of all the... Uh, the I, I bet you I know which one it is. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, quote, The peasants saw a body shining very brightly, too bright for the naked eye, with a bluish-white light. The body was in the form of a pipe, i.e. cylindrical. The sky was cloudless, except the, that the low uh, that low down on the horizon, in the direction in which the glowing body was observed, a small dark cloud was noticed. It was hot and dry, and when the shining body approached the ground, which was covered with forest at this point, it seemed to be pulverized. And in its place, a loud crash, not like thunder, but as fa- uh, uh, as if uh, from the wait, but as if from the fall of large stones or from gunfire was heard. All the buildings shook, and at the same time, a forked tongue of flames broke through the clouds. All the inhabitants of the village uh, ran out into the street in panic. The old women wept. Everyone thought that the end of the world was approaching. Darly. So, oh, the humanity. So, like, let's step back for a second and think about, ni- okay, 1908. <laughs> Siberia right now is probably a 1908 hour time in U.S., you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. so behind everything in Siberia. Imagine being them... And then some big ass thing comes down, big light. Yeah. And then all you hear is, and, and the way they're describing it, it's not, they said it's a loud crash, but it wasn't like, they said uh, the fall of large stones or gunfire. It still doesn't make sense, though. Well, none of it does. That's why we're also, doing this. No, we I know, a, but I mean, like. Take a, can we take a second to appreciate how awesome the writing was back then? In 1908? It was descriptive as hell, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, b- like back that eyewitness day- account was amazing. But back then, they would like print your name and your address in the freaking newspaper. You know what I mean? Like Bob but, Toms yeah. from from nine two seven Willoway Lane. Like, what if you wanted to kick that dude's ass? You just go to his house. Then they walk by his house, like, "Hey, Bob, you have the paper? <laughs> hey, Bob, I saw you. Great day. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time." <laughs> Dinner with Nancy? All right. <laughs> so S.B. Simadek, an uh, eyewitness in the village of, uh, Vada, I'm going to say Vadakara, about 60 kilometers sure. south of the explosion site, said this, quote, I was sitting on the porch of the house of the trading station of Vadakara at bre- uh, breakfast time when suddenly in the north, the sky was split in two and high above the forest, the whole northern part of the sky appeared to be covered with fire. At that moment, I felt a great heat as if my shirt had caught fire. This heat came from the north side. I wanted to pull off my shirt and throw it away, but at that moment, there was a bang in the sky, and a mighty crash was heard. I was thrown to the ground about three sajins or sajins. It's about seven meters, I guess. Well, that means the breakfast got spilled. Yeah, his breakfast got fucked up. It's like the most important meal of the day. Yeah. yeah. I would have kept eating it. (laughs) As you're reaching for it? Yeah. My eggs. (laughs) 
Pulls so, up a sausage into the fire. <laughs> My sausage! <laughs> so this was uh, away from the porch, and for a moment, I lost consciousness. The crash was followed by noise like stones falling from the sky or guns firing. The earth trembled, and when I lay on the ground, I covered my head because I was afraid the stones might hit it. Okay, so both of them are talking about stones hitting the ground, which I, I guess I don't... Okay, so meteor shower would make <laughs> the most sense right, right now at this point. And that's what that's what people are saying this thing was, except there was zero... Like nothing hit the ground. Nothing yeah, whatsoever. But if You're they talking, were small and they were burning up in the atmosphere and then it was just like shrapnel... Okay. Causing that. But but 500,000 acres of, and you're not finding it, shit? It could have been a huge, like, asteroid belt. You don't know. No, we do know. Oh, no, only Elon Musk knows. <laughs> <laughs> did you see, by the way, the SpaceX thing <laughs> blow up? Yeah. Oh, my God. I cheered. I'm glad nobody was on that. That was, yeah, that was crazy. Because I guess he's trying to pull a, uh, a mock... Um, a mock turn in space. Yeah. And he achieved it, and then all of a sudden... It just blew the fuck up. You know, out. it must be nice to be that bored that you have that kind of money to be like, you know, build a rocket. We'll make a turn just just for fun. I'll buy Twitter. Look, Why I'm, not? I'm living, I'm living it's proof X. that you don't need to have that much money to be bored, okay? <laughs> yeah. So these two reports were found in the uh, an Institute of Creation Research article, and we thought the they were cool as they actually gave like local and instant insight into the event as it happened, you know? So the following uh, following scientific report was taken from the same website, which had an incredible exploration, albeit slightly nerdy. You know us, though. We uh, we love the science behind things like this. And science, you know, fuck it. We're going to teach you guys something, whether you like it or not. So through a comparison of old seismograms of the uh, Tunguska event and seismograms of the Dikaya Zemaya, uh, Zemlaya, I'm sorry, and Lapnor nuclear weapon tests, uh, the, the Ben Menahem and from 1975 determined that the Tunguska projectile had, quote, the effects of an extraterrestrial nuclear missile of a yield of... And, uh, dude, I don't know how to read this. I looked it up and I couldn't figure it out. So it's like 12.5, but it's got a plus sign with a minus sign underneath it. Oh, that's easy. You multiply it's by three. Minus. Yeah, yeah. Multiply <laughs> by three, divide it by six. What is it? What Shut the fuck up. That's not right. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's how you do it. No, it's saying it, it's basically, what is it? 12.5 plus or minus five? No, 12.5 plus or minus 2.5. Oh, is that okay, the leeway so between it? Yes, it's oh, saying okay. that they're, they're estimating it at 12.5 plus or minus 2.5. So it was either like it, up to 14.5 or down to like 9.5. Ladies and gentlemen, it would be 15. Mr. QC. Yeah. Okay. That's right. He's bro. measuring his paid off. Okay. See? So that makes sense. I can tell you. He knows tolerance. Yeah. So they're I saying do, basically do. anyway, a yield, a nuclear yield of anywhere between 10 and 15 megatons. Okay. Roughly. Yeah. Approximately three orders of magnitude greater than the Hiroshima A-bomb, which and by megaton. not just three times either. That's three orders of magnitude. Which order, is like, right. yeah, it's not just like three times. It's right. It's, it's three, ridiculous. Yeah. So, so that was only 0. 0.015 megatons. So this thing was anywhere between 10 and 15 megatons. So the explosion's height was estimated to be about 7.5 kilometers with a total energy release of approximately three, uh, three times 1023 ergs, five times 1018 ergs of which was changed into seismic energy. Okay. What? So yeah. more energy went in, so more energy went into the air. Yeah. Okay. After and, impact. Than the actual earthquake. 
Right. Okay. So, so, so whatever ricocheted. So, so whatever happened, it went up instead of or or up and out as opposed <gasps> to down. What if it was a volcano, or like uh, some trapped gas? You know what it's I mean? It's actually happen. funny that you say that, but you know, stay oh, tuned for later. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiler alert. Look at Jeff putting on a smart hat there. Yeah, look at him. So F J W Whipple. F J W Whipple from 1930 <laughs> estimated the energy of the air blast wave to be 3.2 times 1020 ergs, according to the uh, meteorological station recordings. The seismic activity measured on the Richter scale was 5.0 and the air compression wave went twice worldwide. So so it's a 5 on the Richter scale and the air, the shock wave went twice around the world. Okay, that's messed up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, we've been hit by you know, freaking smooth criminal media. Ooh. <laughs> 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 All right. So what? what was a famous dog breeder doing? The dog reader Whipple. But what? He was like one of the most famous dog breeders back in 1908. You didn't see that on the notes <laughs> from Whipple. Yeah, no, <laughs> he'd breed Whipple schnauzers and then people would buy them from all around. No. Okay. Yeah. Mo- I, moving on. Yeah. I don't have that. That's weird. So what in the schnitzel is an erg? I mentioned ergs a couple of times here. So the interweb says an erg is the amount of work done by a force of one dyne exerted for a distance of one centimeter. In the CGS base units, it is equal to one gram (laughs) centimeter. It is equal to one gram centimeter squared per second squared. Okay. Or G times CM2. I'm not even going to do that. I'm not. My brain hurts. It is thus equivalent to 10, uh, 10 minus 7 joules or 100 nanojoules in SI units, meaning that we are now more confused than uh, ever, and we're going to move yeah. past this. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get nerdy on it, and I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, oh, there's he, somebody out there listening that's just like, fucking dude, you guys don't get this shit. Like, what the hell? Yeah, somebody knows. How do you what, not know? Right. Somebody How knows what you not jewels. convert ergs, bro? Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, our listeners are pretty smart. I'm, just I'm not saying. saying they're stupid, but I don't think I don't think a scientist is listening to the podcast. Just saying, you don't know that. I mean, we could yeah, have seriously. like like eight of them, Shit, dude. Maybe one. Now I'm gonna get all kinds of hate. Well, mail. I mean, there's only eight people that listen to the podcast, so the likelihood of all of them being scientists are you know <laughs> slim. By the way, I don't have the same notes you do, so <laughs> they're they're similar. No, no, mine are totally in a different thing. You can't even fuck with me. I've do you learned, want to try? Do you I've want to learned, try word phrase? I've learned no, because <laughs> you know no. So the projectile, this thing, traveled in a southeast to northwest direction with a sixty degree azimuth. I'm probably fucking that word up. According to Fasenkov here, who used eyewitness accounts and inspected the radial symmetry of the trees at the explosion site, this direction was probably immediately before the explosion. However, there are conflicting reports on the actual line of flight discussed later when dealing with the, uh, you know, the causal theories of the Tunguska explosion. Okay, so it's going southeast to northwest. Okay, so southeast uh, over here, Mm -hmm. northwest. Okay, so it's here to here. So it it was coming from where Jeff and I were on our missions. Correct. Yeah, very close. Southeast. Right. Right. So the temperature at the fireball center this is amazing, was estimated by one source to be up to 30 million degrees Fahrenheit. Now, how are they going to know that in 1908? 
because Chainsaw was there and told him. <laughs> like, he was like, dude. He no. just stuck his hand up. He's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. He's like, hold on, hold on. He pulls right. off his wallet chain and goes, it, <laughs> it melted that shit. <laughs> Chainsaw, you still got a chain wallet? Because I'm sure he does. does. I'd like I'm to sure. get you a Christmas present. I'm sure he does. So some storage huts in the nearby vicinity of the focus of this thing were actually devastated by fire, and the silverware and 10 utensils within them were deformed from the heat. Like, the heat was so intense. You're talking about huts. Like, yeah. not not in the vicinity of it, but close to it. It melted this shit. So whatever it was, yeah. was hot as fuck. So it wouldn't have been a meteor then, because that would be like a quick impact. Well, no. Yeah, maybe. I volcano sounds more likely right know, now, dude. Just stop it. <laughs> so, quote: preceding the front of the shock wave, there arises a heated zone, whose radiating surface area is far larger than that of the shock wave itself. Okay, this is substantiated by Semedek, who we talked about earlier, who first felt the heat wave and then was thrown to the ground by the shock wave. Okay, so basically, and you know. So here's the thing. You're going to hear a lot of different stuff here where you're you're going and you're like, okay, could it have been a meteor? Because remember, when meteors move, they're moving so fast that what's in front of them, that is heat, especially when they break through our atmosphere. They're I like the through. visuals too, by the way, I, I for mean, people watching. <laughs> like, you, you have it perfect in the shot. Like, Does that work when I do that or this? You need to do... <laughs> no, it's not doing it now. Damn it. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it now. Yeah. So, so they I'll have. This Does this one work? Does this work? <laughs> and, and I'll give my insight on what I think this thing is, and I want to hear your guys's too because it's just insane. So the inhabitants of Central Siberia saw the alleged meteorite, alleged meteorite, fall and explode over an area with a radius of six hundred to one thousand kilometers. As we stated earlier, eighty million trees in the uh, ta- taiga, taiga, uh, it's a forest, were uprooted and blown down for thirty to forty kilometers. Um, radius wise okay so that's pretty good some trees on the the leeward side of the hills were somewhat protected yet they still had their branches broken off and bark stripped leaving them standing naked here's the key to me standing still resembling telephone poles so they were stripped from the shock wave not burned by the heat right so whatever this was there was there was just so much force and energy coming into this thing it's not like it was just emitting a bunch of freaking fire before and don't get me wrong listen they've had numerous uh meteors meteorites whatever hit in especially in russia russia's like a target for some reason i don't know why yeah there was one that uh maybe like 10 years ago or something like i think it was like 2013 or 14 or something like that yeah they've had quite a few of them and they're big too they're not like little itty bitty ones so the trunks yeah. of the trees and their branches were not burned through, but were only scorched on the surface. So you're talking a quick heat. not It's not a forest fire or yeah. something. A searing heat, um, excuse me, a searing heat wave caused the scorching, yet a conventional forest fire was wrong. Stop talking. I, damn it, Siri. Stop it. <laughs> Apparently she has something to say. God damn it. <laughs> so some trees were scorched in standing position, but bent away from the epicenter. Okay, so they, right. they were scorched, but they weren't like completely ev- eviscerated. Or they weren't demolished. They were just kind of bent over a little bit. Okay, <laughs> so in regular fires in the uh, Vatakera era area, excuse me, trees remain vertical with fire damage occurring at the lower sections while the treetops remained untouched. So, so it was almost like a mushroom cloud. So it, whatever happened came through and went and it dispersed the energy downwards, but then went up like a bomb that exactly. 
But 1908, what, what, uh, when was Oppenheimer? That was what? That was at 40, way after 40s? That. Yeah. 40s? We weren't even 40s? in World War II or World War One yet for this. But it was the Russians. You never know. I, they could have been and ahead honestly, of the curve. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. That's kind of where I'm leaning on this. So it is also interesting to note that some trees stripped of bark showed no signs of scorching. So in other words, it just knocked the fucking bark of it. No, no burns, mm-hmm. no nothing. The energy was just like, and took the bark right off of it. So in 1921, the country's fledgling Academy of Sciences, uh, I don't know why I said it like that, of Sciences appointed L.A. Kulik, a science worker at their mineral museum, to head a team of investigators traveling through Siberia to gain information concerning meteorites from the local populace. So everyone's like, oh, it's a meteor. It's a meteorite. One witness, 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 (laughs) one witness to the event was a train engineer. He said he felt a, quote, kind of strong vibration of the air and then heard a roar, which he believed to be an earthquake or some other natural phenomenon. Quote, the roar frightened him so much that he stopped the train thinking it had gone off the rails. When he arrived at the station, he asked for an inspection to locate the problem on the train. So like he's on this train and he's like, he, he heard something and was like, what the fuck? And he's not even close to this, you know? So there was a huge the rumbling, boom. a huge, yeah, it, it's, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I, I, I think one thing, and I can't wait to see what you guys think. I don't know if you want to know. Modi, are you still there? Well, I know what you yeah, think. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not allowed to interrupt anymore, so I'm just going to sit Oh, my God. You knew that was going to happen, right? You knew that, you knew oh that was going to happen. That's why I had to call him out right <laughs> that's now. That's amazing. Because I knew that's exactly what he's going to say. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk. <laughs> I didn't say you couldn't talk. That's funny. So another eyewitness report... You don't shut up, so what am I supposed to talk? I'm reading! (laughs) (laughs) Another eyewitness reported that a thousand reindeer owned by the Avenki people were killed. Okay, so a thousand people died from this. And the ensuing forest fire burned many carcasses. One of the Avenki Avenki people, uh, Akchin, eventually led Kulik to the site where supposedly the impact was. Okay, so now this guy, Potapovich... Oh, boy who served as a guide for Kulik, told Kulik that, quote, his brother's hut was flattened to the ground, its roof was carried away by wind, okay, and most of his reindeer fled in fright. To be fair, it's a hut. Correct. I mean, <laughs> a tornado. <laughs> Take that true, true, true. It, like a, right? a, a good um, winter storm could probably yeah. do some shit. <laughs> But but they're saying that like so it goes on it says the noise deafened his brother and the shock caused him to suffer a long illness. So uh, Potapovich's uh, brother lived on the Chambe River, just outside of the tree damage limit. So like it was outside of where all this shit took place. You know what I mean? Like as far as the circumference of uh, the damage to the trees and shit. So yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean you could you can have. I mean we've done what the hell was the one we did? Uh, Moody the 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 fucking the landslide or whatever over in um, in Russia where they were like, oh, it, it was the, the Yeti that came out and grabbed him or whatever. Uh, the Dyatlov Pass. Right, exactly. And now they're saying they've actually done further research with that and they actually think it was just a, uh, like the, the way everything positioned and the uh, the way the, the wind came through, the wind uh-huh. actually caused yeah. what oh, all that shit took okay. place. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you never know until you know, right? That's so. true. 
So after everything, Kulik found no meteorite fragments or an impact crater. Weird, right? It's this huge thing, 500,000 acres, and you can't find any fragments or a crater, anything like that. Yeah, that's, that is weird. So as a result of Kulik's in, uh, initial investigation, some concocted wild theories to explain the uh, Tunguska event. The most accepted explanation for the explosion is a meteor airburst from a giant asteroid or meteoroid that exploded before reaching the Earth's surface. Okay. The Tunguska event had the most immense impact in recorded history, although much larger ones have occurred in prehistoric times, obviously way before. Well, Chainsaw was young, but still. <laughs> like, So when a meteoroid uh, enters the Earth's atmosphere, becoming a meteor, it travels at super fast speeds, right? It's fucking, this thing's going. These speeds rapidly compress the air in front of it, raising its temperature that I was talking about. So this thing's going and it's going so fast that all the air is just kind of displacing yeah. and heating up so much. What are you laughing about? Nothing. Are you chatting again? I can't wait to go back yeah, and look no, at the chat. I can't wait to look back at the chat. I can't we haven't wait. chatted since 826. <laughs> Which was three minutes, three minutes ago. Can you not see the chat? Mm -mm. Can you not have the chat on yours? No, because I'm reading it on, on a different thing. Yeah, I can't oh. see what you guys are doing at all. Bastards. Good, good. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> so this heat causes it to burn up, creating a long streak along the sky like a shooting star. Okay. However, larger ones can explode instead. So they'll come down and they're so hot and so fast that all of a sudden they just they erupt. And that's usually when you get those small little pieces that break off. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're coming through our atmosphere and atmosphere like it, that it's, it's hot. First that's of all. That's why they have the heat shield on the uh, re-entry, whatchamacallit's. Elon should have had a better one because. Oh, well. Yeah. So the sudden release of energy from the explosion generated a powerful shock wave that rated outward or radiated outward, clearing an area of over 2000 square kilometers. Because the explosion happened in the air, experts believe no impact crater was created, but it's still classed as an impact event. Okay, so it came down. It's almost like a like a Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, Nagasaki. <laughs> <laughs> that was not what I meant to say. <laughs> you know that Nagasaki. Nagasapi and beef boots, boys. Get your shirts today. Today. Yep, that's a good one. <laughs> so when those are dropped, they don't actually hit the ground. They actually they ignite above the ground, so you get that that effect of all the, uh, the the energy going downwards. Right. And that's what causes all the destruction. Right. So they're saying kind of the same thing with this, you know? Did you happen to, uh, in your notes, did you happen to see the picture of the tree rings? No, there's a pretty good one on Google. If you if you Google Tunguska event and then hit images, mm. and about and your internet sucks. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> it only sucks because we're doing all this right now. All right, scroll down. I don't know three quarters of the way. You'll see like they chopped a tree in the rings. Like so, you could you could see when the tree was you know, was first growing that the rings are perfect. It's almost like a perfect circle. And then when the event happened, you could see like it's wavy. Like, it's not a perfect circle. And then it goes back to a perfect circle after the event. Oh, dude, that's so, weird. Yeah, I'm yeah, at it. You see it? It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I'm trying to find it real fast here. Kooky. So, I mean, you can you can kind of see, yeah. like, in the life of the tree when it happened. And oh, I got after. it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they well, did now, that is with, that because, uh, <clears throat> is that because it, it burned at the time? Yeah, or, 
or it could be the yeah, impact. The nice little rings there, and then it gets all weird and wonky. Yeah, like wavy. Yeah, like look at that yeah. that, that left corner that uh, yeah. left. Uh, it's like rippled. Yeah, the upper left side of it. It's but then like it goes totally back to normal different. after like I don't know 30, 40, 50 yeah. years or so. Yeah, that's an old ass tree. <laughs> you know they did this with um, what was it? Tra Tra <laughs> Travis Walton. When they went back to the site where supposedly he was abducted by aliens, they chopped the trees and they saw the rings like this too, where uh, the UFO me, came down. Me. Uh, it's not supposedly he was abducted by aliens. You are correct. Yeah. Yes. Oh, boy. But trees tell a lot. No? So maybe, maybe Travis Walton was hit by a meteorite. <gasps> yeah, because he was, it was a blast, right? Yeah. Look at, look at this one. This one's, even, this one's even crazier. It looks like a butt. All I see is a um, white blob, I see that one. dude. <laughs> I saw it. It'll, hold on. What the hell is that? If you're watching this tree. right now on, on... It is a tree. Like I, There it is. See? Hold on. I'll see if I can get this on my camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. That does look like a butt with bad <laughs> hemorrhoids. Complete with hole. Uh -huh. So Oof. this is a piece. I don't know if this yeah. will translate over into the video, but we'll see. Probably it's too bright, isn't it? Oh, there you go. Okay. See the rings on the outside? See how they're all rippled? Right. <clears throat> so that just kind of goes to show you that some shit went down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, whatever it was. I just found that interesting because that came up in Google. I was like, yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. That, that is crazy. Yeah, because I mean, it had so, so obviously something happened, right? So now, however, because of the remoteness of the region where it occurred and the shitty technology available at the time, many other scientific interpretations have been suggested. Of course, everyone has theories. One of these theories suggested in 1930 believed that the object was a small comet, possibly a fragment of the comic, oh, the co comic, the comet <laughs> Enki, okay, rather than a meteorite or an asteroid. Comets are made mainly of ice and dust, which vaporize easily at high temperatures, which may explain why there was no impact crater, okay? But that's going to be a big son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. So not to yeah. mention the glowing skies, you know, seen then which could be from dust and ice dispersed by the uh, comet into the atmosphere. The event coincided with the peak of the Beta Tarida meteor shower. I'm sure I butchered that. And uh, it's the debris from the comet or whatever, which actually some people say supports the theory. Okay, so if this thing's made of ice and dust, it's coming in, it's burning really fast, and then there's nothing left. But then why? Why the extreme amount of energy coming from this thing. Yeah. Where did that come from? If it's burning up and it gets down to that 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 point, 500,000 acres being basically ravaged. And wouldn't didn't you say the traje trajectory of it earlier? Mm -hmm. It wouldn't make sense for it to come down. It was more going up, like out of the ground, right? No. Oh, I thought they figured it went from uh No, they're talking about like the from the sky. I'm going to get your fucking shine button. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, they're talking about, they're talking about it went from a direction from this way to this way okay. and this way to this way. Yeah. Not like from the ground up or anything like that. Well, that would make sense though, because when it pulls from the atmosphere, it's going to come down on an angle. It's never going to come straight down. Like nothing comes straight down. Right. Exactly. It always comes on an angle, right? Because right. gravity. Right. So they were saying, everyone's saying that whatever it was came from, let's just say if you're looking at a a map of Russia and Siberia, the top right, mm -hmm. it's coming from the top right and going down to the, the bottom left. Okay. Okay. So that's where this thing's coming from. But again, 
if it's there's so much energy they're talking it is multiple times more than and uh, the atomic bombs that the United that, States like, created what are the odds of an of a giant asteroid being destroyed or exploding whatever you want to call it above the earth's surface before it hits like that's got to be like lottery odds right there right possibly there's a I mean that can't be a common that. thing yeah what'd you say moody I said there's a theory that covers that. Oh. Well, yeah, we're, we'll you, get there. You're, you're, you're talking My about, personal favorite. You're talking about a lot of stuff. You're talking about a lot of stuff here. So well, that's me? the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like you're... I'm not talking no, about No, 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 him, him. I'm allowed to. He's bringing up... <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, pumpkin. I told him in the chat that he should interrupt you 200 <laughs> times for the 200th episode. <laughs> <laughs> we should have like a little bell just go ding, ding every time. I just like nope, that he's... I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be petty and not talk. Hey, just nice. Stop it, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he is, Jeff is actually like bringing up a lot of good points that we do discuss in this, though. So that's good. So um, that's pretty much the scientific ex- explanation and the generally accepted cause. That's what people think. Okay. That caused the Tunguska event. But there are plenty of other theories. And, well, as Moody says here, let's find out together for the 200th time. First up, a mini black hole. This is my favorite. Oh, come on. It's my favorite. Dude, dude, this is this is a great theory. It is my favorite only because it's so it it it's just awesome. It's awesome. It's like Doctor it Strange came out and did the, the sparkler like and everybody else, like the Avengers came out and right. Yeah. So they're saying it could be a mini black hole or a piece of antimatter. So according to many so-called experts. The Tunguska explosion was supposedly caused by annihilation. The uh, This physical process occurs when a subatomic particle collides with its respective antiparticle of the opposite charge, producing immense amounts of energy. According to this theory, first suggested in 1941 by Lincoln La Paz, the Tunguska event was likely caused by the, the destruction of a chunk of antimatter colliding with Earth. Hmm... Oh, this wasn't wasn't the one I was talking about. This this one's cool, but this is not the one I was talking about. So although the antimatter they kind of go to, they kind of go together. Yeah. That's why I just put them together. So although the antimatter theory explains the observed luminous phenomena and why no remnants of an asteroid or comet were found in the area, the existence of such large chunks of antimatter is often deemed theoretically impossible. In addition, the the destruction of the alleged chunk of antimatter would probably happen in the uppermost atmospheric level. So they're saying it it was down too far for this thing to actually happen. So now, the black hole thing. The black hole theory, if you will. This hypothesis was first formulated in 1973 by American scientist Albert A. Jackson and Michael P. Ryan. And I love this one. So when Jackson and Ryan proposed their um, impeccably scientific black hole theory, they commented that many attempts had been made to explain the Tunguska event, right? Ranging from the prosaic to the bizarre. That's quote unquote is what they said. Then they suggested that a black hole of substellar mass, such as those that Hawking bragged about, you know, Stephen Hawking, you know, could explain many of the event's mysteries. Their explanation has never been called prosaic or bizarre, but some scientists have described it as, quote, imaginative and intriguing. We found an article on (laughs) fossilhunters.xyz. Dude, I want to join that. That sounds amazing. 
that explains how they came up with this theory. And, and yeah, this is getting real, real deep. Moody, Moody dug real deep on this one, and I love it. So that sounds like a show on Discovery Channel. It should be. Basal Hunters X Y Z. So they had three main arguments. This is Jackson and Ryan, right? So first, high velocity. The researchers assumed that the black hole had the mass of a giant asteroid, about a hundred thousand billion to ten million billion tons. Okay, so we're talking a black hole with a huge mass to it. Okay. So they're saying that like a black hole just basically appeared above the ground where this area is. That a black hole actually. No. Yeah, go ahead. If, if you, uh, if you read, I, I think it's here. I don't know how far into it it is. It does explain that the, even though it has that mass to it, it would be basically the size of like the nucleus of an atom. So you'd never see it. Oh yeah. Their mass is like, you can't even, it, it's huge. I mean, like, is that like, possible? I mean, could that really happen it's, it's though? Physics. Yeah, it's physics, bro. Yeah. No, I get that, but I mean, like, there could really be a black hole that tiny. Yeah, yeah, theoretically. But how the hell? Well, I mean, that I would explain I, all the people disappearing in the videos. You ever see those TikToks where like yeah. somebody walks behind somebody and they're gone? I mean, it's a mini black hole. Yeah, possible. Or okay, I'm editing. <laughs> I'm going with this theory so far. So okay, far. so. This it's, is a winner. Its gravitational field could be pretty intense for some distance from the body of the actual black hole, okay? So they also assumed that the black hole's escape velocity, the minimum speed an object must have to free itself from the gravitational pull of a planet or star, was slightly greater than the Earth's escape velocity, about 40,000 kilometers per hour. That is 24,854.84 miles per hour. That's pretty quick. It's quick. They calculated that if the black hole began in interstellar space, in interstellar space, sorry, with zero velocity, okay, and fell freely into Earth's orbit, its velocity relative to Earth would be between 36,000 and 360,000 kilometers per hour. Thus, the black hole would travel through the last 30 kilometers of the atmosphere in about one second. Done. That's how fast this thing's moving. That's bonkers and 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 to kind of dissect that a little bit so basically if you have something that's uh so everyone thinks of the theory of a black hole that it's this thing that's all consuming right it's mainly because it's a gravitational pull mm -hmm. it's sucking it's just huge right so what they're saying is is that the mass according to its actual size is uh, you, you can't even express how big it is so if something like that was to actually come in hit our atmosphere and come in and as it's dissipating it's literally kind of going to go completely through our earth but it's going to um it's going to create it's so minuscule itself it's so minuscule but it's mass like it's gravitational pull behind it is so big that it can disperse that much energy so it's not going to cause any damage itself but it's shock wave it's energy wave is going to do that it's interesting can i sidetrack for a second sure so have you seen, or actually, have you heard, supposed they, they recorded a black hole, the audio of it? This is a while ago. I mean, this was going all over the internet, like, I don't know. I think so. I think I heard it. Eight yeah. months ago or something. Yeah. It's very, like, ominous. It's just, like, this, like, humming thing. Yeah, like, it goes, candy. <laughs> no. Moody, back me up. Stop being a bitch. You're pissing me Come off. Come on, Moody. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're being is he a muted? bitch. I think no, he's, he's muted. not muted. He's just being a bitch. I, I was physically I, muted by John. No, I did not mute you. I promise. This is 200 episodes, boys. I think you should both express your love to each other. But Moody, am I, am I at least uh, um, describing correctly, like the the yeah. status of this no, thing yeah, yeah. and what it is? Yeah, I, I like the way I looked at it was like uh, like when you see those videos of a fucking like a slow mo of an apple getting shot by a bullet. Oh yeah, and it's just like the way that it goes when it goes in, it still has the energy to like. It takes pieces blow, with it too. Blow backwards out of you know what I'm saying, and that that's kind of how I pictured it. Anyways, I mean. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's a good one. It's insane that the the amount of energy that these things actually like have around them. That's why, like a black yeah. hole, they say that it will literally suck in anything mm-hmm. around it because the gravitational pull and its mass around it is. I mean, you can't even it, trying to express the size outside of the size outside of it. <laughs> Could that be the answer to spontaneous human combustion? No, that's just. A tiny black hole hits somebody, and they burst into ash. It, that would have to be like the like most the Thanos minuscule, snap, right? <laughs> microscopic. Like you're talking like a subatomic. But that's what they're yeah. talking about. Like what this is basically. In yeah, a way, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. I can't say no. I can't say no. It's not. But mm. I mean, it. I mean, I got. Um, we may have just. I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Greatest mystery ever. <laughs> So the second of these things they have in this, right, in okay. this article. So uh, the bright blue tube. Okay, so the air around the passing black hole would heat to between 10,000 and 100,000 degrees Celsius. That's hot as fuck. So most of the radiation from the shock front would be ultraviolet rays. The accompanying plasma column would therefore appear blue. Okay. The uh, quote, these results agree well with the eyewitness reports of the event with the measurements of the pattern of throwdown of trees at the site, end quote. And that's what these guys say. Mm-hmm. So everyone said that they saw like blue lights. Okay. So they're saying because of that, uh, the heat would uh, uh, strike a match or grab a lighter. And if you look down at the bottom of it, the hottest part of that, that's the blue part of the flame. Sure. So that's what they're saying they saw. Okay. Yeah, but. Not everything caught on fire, though, right? It was more just kind of laid down. Like if you look at all the trees and the Correct. pictures, they're just they're like. Flattened. I mean, they they were. <coughs> sorry, go ahead, Moody. They also said it. Well, I'm just saying they also said it was more of a searing heat than a fire, right? So if it was super fucking heated, it's just going to be like that quick, like flash, flash heat, right. where it's not going to uh, actually like, like arc flash catch things on fire. It's just going to yeah, exactly. Like, have you ever like had I don't know went out and like uh started a fire or whatever and i don't know we're hillbillies so like put put gasoline on it and all of a sudden it goes and all of a sudden your eyebrows are gone or whatever like well, it, yeah. it didn't burn your face but it, it it singed the hairs in your face right right it's an intense heat intense like well, at that the moment gas is combusting it's it, right but it's it's intense it's fl- it's a fast flash yeah so basically so the, the bark would be like from? your eyelashes or your eyebrows <laughs> Say what? Shade saw What'd again? Say? <laughs> I said, uh, well, in your analogy, then like the bark that got singed off or whatever would be like your fucking eyebrows, right? right? Same like, thing. The heat, the heat, yeah, that intense heat, like blew the bark off and singed the bark, but didn't burn the trees, right? It and, makes sense, but like, what ignited it, and where? What was? What ignited? What it? Right? What ignited what? The blast. Well, it was the speed, ignited. The speed and the mass of the black hole. 
generated so much heat. That's what ignited yeah. it. But where did it go? It's like friction. Well, dude. That's like, the, okay, that's the problem. Right? We're going to talk about that here for a Like, second. I could buy that, but then, like, okay. would there be evidence of and it going And that's what we're going to talk about. Actually, I was talking to my wife about this earlier, and she's like, well, what's on the other side of, like, Siberia? Like, in the world or whatever. And she looked, and it's just the uh, Pacific o- Ocean, I believe. Yeah, it's, the, it's like the middle of the ocean. Middle of the ocean. So, we don't know. Fucking James Cameron was right. Um, the abyss? Maybe. It was that ship. Maybe. It's God possible. Damn it. He's always right. <laughs> so now you the third just, uh, one. <laughs> you just take that sub sub down there and find out, I guess, right? <laughs> just don't use the other sub with the Sega controller. Don't do that. That's bad news. Oh, uh, yeah. it's not too soon. That was no, old. it's not too soon. Have you seen the video of that, the recreation of yeah. what how it would have happened? Yeah. The, dude, it was. And they just basically turn into diarrhea in a second. There's like instantaneous, <laughs> yes. Done. Because the amount of pressure they had on them, it's instantaneous. You know what the saddest part about that was there was a young kid that his dad made him go. Yeah, that's well, young, like, like young, like I thought 16, he was like 16, 17, something like that. Uh, yeah, nah, he was older. He was older than that. I, think. I thought he was Are like sure? 19 or something. Yeah, he was but like regardless, he only went because it was away. his dad's birthday. I read like yeah. it was his dad's his birthday. Mom was gift. supposed to go. Yeah, and she was afraid of, of she, being under the water. She, yeah, yeah. And so the kid went, and he turned into diarrhea. <sighs> that's crazy. Well, the the worst part about that for them is that the 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 waiting, but when it happened, they yeah. didn't feel shit. No, it, it but I mean, done. It was done within. We we our minds cannot even fathom how fast. Yeah, that they said it was like point one millisecond. Yeah, or we something, can't even. Crazy. We cannot even fathom how fast it. And took you can't place. feel pain to like point five milliseconds yeah. or something. So like that. they didn't feel shit, and they went and thankfully because that what a horrible thing. And that dude should feel. Oh, well, he ain't feeling anything right now. But anyway. Yeah. So all right, and third one on this, they're on their list. So no crater, right? No crater, which is my big thing on this where I, 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 I'm like, or why is there no impact? Crater? Is there a crater? And it's like Wakanda. It's got a cloak over it and you just can't see it. And that's why we have them on the show, folks. I mean, I know there's other people thinking it. <laughs> I'm just representing. No, there's not. There's not at all. <laughs> Nobody was thinking that. <laughs> Chime in the comments, folks. <laughs> Let me know. All right, so since the black hole would leave no crater or material residue, it explains the mystery of the Tunguska event, they said. Okay, quote, it would enter the earth and the rigidity, thank you, of the rock would allow no underground shockwave because of a uh, its high velocity and loss of only a fraction of its energy in passing through the earth. The black hole should nearly follow a straight line through the earth, entering at 30 degrees, to the horizon and leaving through the North Atlantic. So it was an Atlantic. I'm sorry. Um, so end quote. So that's got to be one of them, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got two options. <laughs> so at the exit point, there would be another shock wave and sea surface uh, disturbance. So Jackson and Ryan suggested that ocean, uh, oceanographic and shipping records could be studied to see if any surface or underwater disturbances were uh, observed. It'd be cool to go back and see if maybe, at this time when this took place, I'm already on it. If on the other side of the world, already on it. I'm looking up hurricanes. Uh, look up tsunamis. I want to see. Yeah, that's some. All right, let me see. Yeah, there so, was hurricanes, only a category three, but because I'm thinking like, the, that, I was thinking the exact same. That thing would have as you, to cause right? a tsunami on the other side of it. If it went through the Earth and it still had that energy going through it. By the way, why does tsunami have a T? Because it's why it's German. What, what is the point? It's German. Do you think like the guy who invented the word just fucked up the spelling and he's like, well, I'll just leave it. No, I'm assuming it's Japanese is what I would assume that would be. Tsunami? 
Yeah, tsunami. 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 Like General Tso's? Like Sal. So like General Sal's chicken. General Sal's chicken. Yeah, right. There was an earthquake and a tsunami in 1908. Ah, uh, in the Atlantic? I'm trying to see where, though. Dude, we might be uncovering some shit here, Moody. Doesn't say 1908, though. He said probably not. Would you stop being a bitch? <laughs> I'm just saying. You th somebody probably already checked this. Wait a second. 1908 Messina tsunami. Messina, California. More than 80,000 people were killed. Holy shit. Uh, where's Britannica? That's an encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just testing you. Just want to see I was going to say the same way. thing. That's an encyclopedia. Um, it's just insane. Where though? Oh, at the toe of Italy is where it was. 80,000 people in 1908, though. No, that wouldn't be on the other side of... Uh, what if Siberia? it bounced around inside the Earth's center and came out there? <laughs> right? What is, is this like the Kennedy magic bullet now? I mean... The magic black hole theory? Yes. Could be. I mean, listen, honestly, we don't know. So anything's possible. So, um, so scientists quickly pointed out, which is hilarious, <laughs> that, uh, that they, uh, they had a lot of holes in their theory. Get it? Holes. <laughs> so their theory included that there was no exit event at the corresponding coordinates on the other side of the Earth, among other things. And we we still think it's pretty awesome. So yeah. So what they're saying is, is that they never had an exit for this thing. So it never... They're saying that it went through the Earth, and when it did, it dissipated. But why did the energy just stop then? So scientists are like, well, there has to be an exit. Mm-hmm. And... Does there, though? They don't fucking know. It's all theoretical. Yeah, physics it's all theory. Yeah, exactly. It's all theory. So I, I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. I, I still think it's all awesome. the size of like a fucking proton or something like that. Like, who knows? Yeah, I mean, for all we know, it could have hit like David Blaine's great great grandfather, and that's why he can do some crazy magic. It just passed down bloodlines. Twenty three. That, that's me. true. It right? could be. Yeah. I, 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 why did you bring him back? <laughs> 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 anyway, it's a cool theory, and we think it's awesome. So, I mean, uh, you know, the the black holes would literally only be the size of an atomic nucleus, but their yeah, mass would be like way bigger, which is crazy to think about. Like the size of an asteroid, it would be the mass of the uh, uh, of of these freaking things. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just crazy to think about. It that, is that something like that could happen. Would have been cool to see, like if yeah. you're on a hilltop nearby and you could watch the whole thing. And then try to explain it to like the other villagers. Yeah, but they probably thought it was like I don't know a dragon or some shit. A dragon. You know? It's you know 1908. I, mean? I don't mean it's 1908, <laughs> but it's Siberia. You know what I mean? I mean, okay. <laughs> you know, Siberia 1908. Uh, actually, well, wait. Let's so give it to the resident Viking. A theory, there is a theory later though um, that that kind of plays into that whole thing. Uh -huh. To a dragon. <laughs> Close. And, well, no, not a dragon, but you know. <laughs> But, Definitely along those lines. Right. So, obviously, this whole thing, like, primordial black holes are sometimes put forward as a possible doomsday scenario. And uh, here is a theory suggesting that 1908 Tunguska event was a black hole just zipping through Earth. I love that theory. I, I don't know. I just like that theory. Hmm. You know. I think it's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that, uh, 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 what is it, beef boots right there? That <laughs> beef boots? Yeah. Beef boots. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> Even though it seems to be disproved, there's no proof it didn't happen. So, 
We're going to say it did. That's what we do. Now, Jeff. Yes, sir. And Moody. Yeah. How, how about aliens? I mean, of course. always. All right. Absolutely. So, you know, Moody and, of course, Jeff, they love their alien fodder. Oh, yeah. So, in late 1945, Soviet science fiction author Alexander uh, Kazan, uh, Kazantsev? Kazantsev. <laughs> wrote a story about how an exploding nuclear-powered alien spaceship from Mars now we're talking crash-landed on Earth to cause the Tunguska event. Ka, we're going to call him Mr. K. Mr. K visited the ruins of Hiroshima, a city... De- we all know Hiroshima. It was a city devastated by nuclear explosion. Near the explosion's epicenter, he noticed still-standing trees with their leaves and branches ripped off by the sheer force of the pressure wave. Okay. Did he, go, did he also go to Nagasaki? It's <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no. It's like <laughs> no. But it's he, like the great value Walmart version of Nagasaki. <laughs> it's the wish. We don't have Nagasaki, but we have Nagasaki. <laughs> Got it from Wish. Yeah, yeah. 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 Buy two, get one free. <laughs> damn it. It's, it's yeah. like I can't ever escape it. So anyway, so we know that you think after 200 episodes, you'd be able to get this down, right? Nope, 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 nope. That's just how I work. (laughs) It's actually getting worse at this point. Well, I'm getting older. That's good. That's good. So again, he he saw these trees (laughs) standing there. So six years later, during his visit to Tunguska, he noticed similar uh, patterns here. So no crater and standing trees without any branches or leaves. Because of that, he uh, he quickly uh, concluded that the 1908 event had been caused by a massive explosion, probably of nuclear origin. Another point supported the uh, the nuclear explosion theory is the burn marks on all the trees around the epicenter. Forest fires caused by meteor explosions would burn the trees all around. However, marks only on one side indicate concentrated short-term radiation heat as a uh like like during a nuclear explosion now to be honest this is the one that i'm kind of like i love the the black hole theory but this is the one i'm like somebody was fucking with nuclear shit dude yeah for sure could be they were but but my problem is is it it's russia yeah but weren't they always ahead of everything eh, not really i mean you've seen stranger things i mean they tried they found the other side or the upside down same time under the mall uh, I just, I just don't know. I don't know if I can. I mean, maybe, 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 but it's Wolfenstein. Beat us to, they, I mean, they technically beat us to space, so they did beat us to space. Too. See? Yeah, but in 1908, and what, what? Not a better place. Just take it out in the middle of nowhere to test it. Yeah, shoot it up. I don't know how many feet, so it didn't burn the trees. It just knocked them all down and stripped them, right? And then yeah, they're it's like unpopulated. Then they're like, oh, we got to go back to the drawing board. Let's never do this again. So it's possible, right? It seemed, <clears throat> seemed pretty successful to me. I don't know. Yeah, it worked for sure. But then, okay, if it was that successful, then why not use that as a deterrent during like World War One? And so, I mean, moving forward. From How there, do you know Putin's not saving it? He wasn't around in 1908. <laughs> Maybe they, they put it away for the him. Technology. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that if you, if you had that capability, unless it was like a one shot, and we then, have the technology. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So we found a sister theory to this whole thing that some Russian scientists put forth after finding a metal object in Polygus. It's a small little city. Uh-oh. Quote, explorers believe they have discovered blocks of an extraterrestrial technical device. This is this is my 
This is my theory that yeah. I like. Is this like the Hellraiser box? <laughs> no. The little puzzle box? <laughs> so the article stated, adding that they assumed it was the one that had crashed you in 1908. It. We came. <laughs> After dismissing a century's worth of scientific investigation into natural theories for the H-bomb-sized explosion. H-bomb-sized explosion. Remember that, folks. The article uh, it concluded, quote, the only real explanation can be linked with powerful electromagnetic phenomena, presumably of an artificial origin. Nice. So the head of the exposition, uh, expedition, uh, Yuri Lavdin. Oh, Yuri. Yuri's back. There's a lot of them. They're, it's well, our Yuri. I mean, it's a pretty good name. So he told journalists, uh, journalists that uh, his team had concluded <laughs> that the object moved from west to east, which we talked about, right? Yeah. No, so no way. Hold on. No, north. So, yeah, we said initially that it was from. Okay, so he they says said from it was west southeast. to east. Yeah. Right. So not They're saying from it was southeast. going the other way. On its approach to the explosion zone, using satellite photographs, he identified search areas near the town of Poligus. And that is where he located these the, the metal fragments here. So Lavbin, old Yuri here, reported that he knew all along that a UFO had caused the crash and that his expedition had been organized to find the proof. In his scenario, a natural object threatened to destroy Earth, but aliens intervene to save <gasps> our planet. Dude, I Fuck like yeah. that one. That one's cool. Quote, I am fully confident and I can make an official statement that we were saved by some forces of a superior civilization. Uh, that's his official statement. That's his statement. Fucking aliens blew some yep. shit up. Yep. Quote, <laughs> that's awesome. He goes on to say, quote, that's they so exploded good. this enormous meteorite that headed toward us with enormous speed. I mean, because that could have been, if that was a meteor, that would have been like an extinction event, right? I mean, yeah. Tsunamis and everything. But and we've had... Multiples of those. Well, I know, but I mean, we've had like what seven, seven or nine throughout the uh, the history of Earth. Yeah. Depends on who you uh, right. Depends on who you listen to because there's there's a lot of theories about that floating around now. Too. What's that to, one? The Greater Dryas. I listen theory. to sciences. That's yeah. why. That's why I listen to sciences. The that's what? the one where the Greater Dryas. That's the one that supposedly uh, with the waves and everything that came through yeah like they, they think that there was greater civilizations or more advanced yeah, than us like, like advanced super Atlantis advanced Atlantis and all that and with oh, for like sure. crazy tools and how they built the pyramids and then that wiped <laughs> it that, wiped them all out common event yeah. that it wiped everything out and turned into an ice age dude you ever seen oh, the, the fucking uh, what is it the the the, the the, the tunnels that they dug back in the fucking whenever days or whatever were like you could walk through these fucking tunnels and the tunnels went through all of like what what is it the Middle East there's, yeah I think there's some under like Turkey and shit too they're yeah. still finding more rooms in the pyramids yeah like today yeah because they're I doing fully, the scanning so they were finding more brooms in the pyramids brooms yes. yeah brooms because yes. they'd like to keep okay. it clean all right they had it's very sandy a over lot there. of dust over there yeah sure. for sure yeah, yeah. But no, dude, I, I fully, fully believe that, okay, as far as Atlantis and their contrived, whatever their their obligatory um, idea of what Atlantis is, I, I do believe that there there obviously had to have been, like, civilizations that were advanced. And then what happened is, is yeah, some shit went down yeah. like that, which could happen with us at any point in time and wipe us off the fucking map. And then all of a sudden, this new whatever is going to go, yeah, there was never any people listening to some shitty this thing called podcasts you know what i mean like right. it, it's going it, it it's 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 to me it's not feasible to think that there was not at least some sort of advanced 
people back then. Well, you look at those structures and there's no way. There's we don't no have way. the tools there's and no the technology way. today there's to no do way. it. Like, I'm, more so, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about like the pyramids and stuff. I'm talking that's about like, the one that gets me the most though. I <laughs> yeah, mean, but I, I've seen shit where they actually like showed. I think there's crazier things out there than the pyramids that, that can't be explained by even modern technology though. Just the okay, way the like way some what? of the like the the way some of the ancient like some of these ancient sites were built like the, the precision and stuff that we could barely do now, but they had like the way the stones were cut and how they were put together. Well, that's, and, like, yeah, that's the same thing. With the pyramids, make any, it doesn't make any sense. Right, it doesn't make but sense. They, they proved at least the thing I saw. They proved that they actually made because they were a lot smarter than people think they were back then. Everyone sure. thinks they were a bunch of dummies or whatever, but they actually made like molds and they poured shit into it like clay and they made the stones and they moved the stones up there because they weren't slaves at the point in time uh, well not at that point in time but they weren't really considered slaves okay they weren't like it wasn't slave labor they were right. they were treated well they were given a, a good uh, a living or whatever and these guys worked on this thing for the, the kings or whoever it was at the time now if you go and look at like uh Ah, uh, what the fuck is it? Stonehenge. Thing called, no, the the pragma. Ah, uh, ba ba ba. There's so many of them out there, dude. And we're gonna we're gonna touch on them because there's some shit where you're like, okay, why is this? It's just a mound, and then you dive into it, and it's like, why are all these tunnels going down, and where are they going? And and like, like Moody was saying, the precision made in doing these things, but yet those that civilization is no longer around. Right guess they yeah. weren't so fucking smart after all were they <laughs> well did you have you ever heard the one about the lsd in, in the vases the vases no you know the ceramic no. vases they used to make back in the day and the goblets and whatnot they've found like traces of lsd inside of them so so were they being dosed so, or were they taking it? well they're thinking like when you see a lot of like the the drawings inside the pyramids and whatnot that that was all caused by hallucinations of uh being not sober. Well, I they did the best did, way to put it. They did some crazy shit. Well, back that's then, yeah, man. you know. Yeah, so I mean, they did. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of lot of old a lot of old like civilizations that like the Native Americans did that shit with like peyote and stuff like that. Like it's they did. Like like and you look at like some of the older ones like you use like the shamans and shit. Like that's what they did. They would get all fucked up and high, see so have their like visions or whatever they were, and that's what they would yeah, that's what they would go by. We should do that now that it's legal in Ohio. All right, so <laughs> let's talk about some geophysical <laughs> hypothesis here, okay? So the Soviet scientist Andrei, oh boy, 3000. Awesome it would We're going to call him Andre, all right? Andre 1000. Favored a purely geophysical interpretation of the, the Tunguska event at the end of the 1980s. He was followed so this by this is the, what this is what uh, this is kind of touching on what Jeff mentioned earlier. Oh, the volcano? Yes. Nice. So he was followed by the German uh, astrophysicist Wolfgang, this dude's name. Wolfgang Puck? No, it's Wolfgang Kunt. Get out of here. It's K-U-N-D-T. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad for that guy. So I'm going to say it's Kunt, but, but it sounds like Kunt. So yeah. Who argued that it was a volcanic eruption? Aha. According to this, the event could be explained as an explosion of a uh, of ten million tons of natural gas that escaped through cracks from an underground natural gas reservoir under high pressure, rose to high atmospheric layers at high speed, ignited by frictional electricity, blah, blah, and burned in a flame uh, a flame front. Wait, what? And a flame front down to the point of emission. 
Okay, so a flame friend. So it just had a fireball that basically came out and just boom. This would explain the different directions of movement of the bright luminous phenomenon reported by witnesses. Also, a slight earthquake and strange atmospheric luminous phenomena observed in the days before the explosion could be related to this. And as we stated earlier, it is also reported that there was an unusually bright night sky in Europe and Asia in the days following the event. For example, it was possible to read a newspaper in the light at midnight in London. That's how bright the sky was from this whole thing. That's crazy. So, I mean, it could be, right? It could be a sure. volcano that comes up. I mean, I, I Booty, believe... What's the one? Is it in Yellowstone that they said if it goes super it's a super... Volcano? Yeah, is that the one that's yeah. like the... It'll wipe out Earth? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Wait, I mean, is that is that the... the What is it? The, the Grand... What, what's the one that's there? That always, the, the geyser? Old Faithful? No, Old Faithful? Is no, that the one? It's basically... It's literally a giant volcano that's like under the entirety of the fucking Yellowstone Park. Yeah. And if it if it ever, I guess the likelihood of it going off in our lifetime is is minuscule to none. But if it decides that it ever like would want to explode, it would basically take out half the earth. It's a zero sum game. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. And like, it's under Yellowstone. Yeah, there'd be so much yeah. ash and nuclear winter from it that everything would just yeah, be done. Holy shit! It'd be, it'd be basically another extinction event. Yeah. Yeah. However. Ooh. If you remember the old Superman movie, Christopher Reeves from the 80s, he mm-hmm. can fly backwards really fast in reverse time and save us. He can't do shit. He's dead. Hey, now. That's true. I mean, you're both right. So I'm going to give you that. <laughs> I mean, he, you're both I mean, right. He, <laughs> he is dead, <laughs> you're both, but he can you're, fly backwards. You're both correct. Yes. He, he did do that. However, yeah. he is no longer around to save us. That's true. So now if we can believe the shamans of the Evenki tribe, who lived in the area for thousands of years, and we talked about them earlier. They're the ones with all the deer. The Tunguska event was caused by Agda, the god of thunder himself. I thought that was Thor. This is what I was was talking about earlier, though, when you were like dragons and crazy shit like that. There was These people believed literally that it was, you know, it was the gods caused it. It was Akulina, an uh, Avenki woman, said the mighty wind had flattened the tent where she and her husband Ivan had been sleeping. A brilliant burst of light blinded them, and she lost consciousness as a rising whirlwind lifted them off the ground. Akalina and the rest of the event camp awakened to a nightmare landscape of swirling smoke from the burning and falling trees. The blast front had lifted Ivan and slammed him into one of the few remaining upright trees. So this shit literally took him in 130 feet from the ragged remnants of the tent he had slept in. Although conscious at first, he died a, uh, a few hours after from a shock and blood loss, unfortunately, the result of compound fractures of his left arm. Investigators later later determined, uh, determined that the uh, Akalina's camp had been more than 20 miles from the blast epicenter. Okay, so that, that this guy got knocked off his ass, fucked him up, and he died 20 miles away. Huh. It threw him 130 feet into a tree. <laughs> Yeah, that that's <laughs> fucked. That's <laughs> fucked. Could you imagine that? You're just like, wee, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. So dis- uh, dissatisfied by the tribal disputes, Agda re- reputedly sent uh, <laughs> quote demons with shining uh, shining eyes and fiery tails to punish the disobedient Avenki men. After the event, the area was declared a sacred and forbidden zone by Avenki tribe members who then reportedly expelled or killed 
dozens of Soviet scientific ex expeditions that ventured into the area of explosion decades after. Good, so fuck them. They were, they were like, listen, this was a demon. Y'all come in here. I'm going to fuck you up. Fire on the mountain. Yeah. Run, boys, run. Yeah, and they, they, they <laughs> fucking did it. So now, speaking of gods, is it possible that, uh, well, one of my favorite people, Nikola Tesla himself had something to do with the Tunguska. I was just talking about this when you went to the bathroom. I told Moody, I was like, you guys should do an episode on Tesla because all the crazy stuff that oh, he went through. Oh, he's amazing. And like, I, there's so many stories. We should. Guy. We should. So uh, it's doubtful, but still, there's a theory out there. Uh, one theory is that Tesla's experiments with wireless transmission may have inadvertently caused the explosion. And the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Some theorize that everyone's beloved nutty professor, Nikola Tesla, was testing out some weird fa phantasmagorical communication device, okay, or super super scary energy weapon, or, quote, death ray, and made a big fuck. <laughs> Tesla was known to be working on a type of wireless torpedo called a, uh, a teleautomaton, a remote-controlled boat he offered to the U.S. Navy to carry explosives to native, naval targets. Okay, so he's... That's pretty cool. Yeah. An airborne version of the teleautomaton. Teleautomaton. I'm, I'm saying that wrong. Teleautomaton. That's it. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, this I device... Like, I think it's automaton, wouldn't it? Like teleautomaton? Teleautomaton? Are you saying tauntaun? Are, are you saying Pam? <laughs> <laughs> Happy 200, fuckers! <laughs> Hello, Miss Lady. <laughs> Drink up, fuckers. So the uh, would you say it again? Say it again. Uh, how you said it, Moody? I don't know. I'm I, whatever. Automaton. It's a tele a tel on Automaton. Teleautomaton. Teleautomaton. Tamagotchi. <laughs> Sounds like something from Star Wars. <laughs> Teleautomaton. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So this device was under development as well. Okay, so a airborne version. So they were going to make like an, a plane that did this as well. And you're like talking a drone essentially. Yeah, a drone. He was oh. he was working on a drone essentially. Right. Some also believe that if there was a Tesla connection and it was a weapon test, he may have been pressured into it and kept quiet by the Russians. I mean, the Russians. They say no, stop fucking around. Or the Americans were trying to fuck with the Russians. Right. Then there is the theory that Tesla inadvertently caused the massive explosion when trying to get the attention of an explorer friend in the area. <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Is, is that Bill down there? <laughs> hey, Bill. <laughs> Bill. Hey, he can't hear you. <laughs> Try a bomb. Watch this. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, baby. Yes. So then there, uh, so again, he, so he did this. Tesla was always fascinated with the concept of wireless propagation, and he was known to work on, quote, projected wave energy, processes that could create microscopic invisible particles of concentrated energy that could be beamed great distances. This was this Cell was phones. happening forever ago. I'm telling you, you got to do an episode on him. Yes, we have to. And invite me back because I okay. want to be here for You're that. You're coming in for that one. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Often resulting in electrical fireballs, spherical plasmoids, or ball lightning. Why not use it to get someone's attention who's far from a telegram service? <laughs> right. Of course, this also falls into the secret weapons test <laughs> category. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, he's like, I know what. 
Oh, I, he can't hear me. I know. Just imagine like being that dude. Like you're like out in the middle of Siberia, like just trekking along, trying to find shit. And like something crazy happens. You go home and Tesla's like, hey, did you get my message? <laughs> <laughs> you burnt down 500,000 acres. Yes, I got your I message. trying to say hi. Did you get my <laughs> yeah. message? Yes. I'll oh, be- I fucking got it, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'll be over for dinner on Thursday. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Appreciate you. <laughs> okay. So those are the prominent theories about the Tunguska <laughs> event. All right. So what do our listeners think about it? Please let us know. Go to all our socials. Let us know wherever you can. Uh, it's pretty crazy for sure. I well, mean, let's recap. We got a meteor. Yeah, that's the Lame. most common one. And then we Lame. have... The, the there's uh, antimatter the antimatter that was yeah. the black, black hole right well black hole well, antimatter those two different, yeah, two different, different ones. ones but yeah they're kind of assimilated but yeah okay and aliens then, aliens <laughs> destroying a comet volcano mm-hmm. volcano and tesla paging and tesla. tesla paging somebody <laughs> and he left them on red <laughs> yes. which is good i like yes. that one a lot that's, that's pretty much it so before we get into the movies um jeff you're you're back with us right now yeah we're, we're, you already said that you thought about a volcano. Yeah, that's the most plausible one in my mind, I think. Yeah? That makes sense. But just the way the debris was and how it all went down and all the different things that happened, that, to me, makes the most sense. Okay. Like a super eruption or a microburst eruption, I guess. Okay. Moody? What? <laughs> what? You could tell he was thinking. He was, like, in this deep train of thought, like... <laughs> So, so what do you think? Oh, okay, do you do you think it's the aliens? Absolutely, the alien theory. I think it's aliens. And not not only aliens that did it, aliens just, that like, were le- were saving us that is from cool, something. That is a cool theory. I like. So that honestly, le- legitimately, my favorite theory is the black hole theory. I love uh, that one. But that's but my if, favorite. If if I had to pick one to stick with, uh, yeah, it's aliens blowing up a comet. Absolutely. Okay. My my 100%. honest my honest. Uh, like I or love some the, sort of super weapon. I think that's a good one. Too. The black hole theory is super cool, but I honestly think that it's it's got to be to me it, a nuclear testing of some sort seems so feasible. Mm-hmm. Now would it be way that's like against, one of the other? That's like one of the other really prevailing theories that people always go back to. Is it like just an, makes is sense? Some sort of nuclear event. But but again though, but why not use that technology for what? Because they didn't thirty perf- forty years they later. They didn't perfect it yet, or or maybe it scared the living shit out of them. <laughs> right. I mean, that's possible. I mean, why haven't we used nuclear weapons again? Right? Because we saw what the fuck it did. But at least we we demonstrated what it can do with Nagasaki and um um Hiroshima, Nagasaki. Um, <laughs> but at least we you know at least showed okay this is what we were capable of. This is like what they say five times greater than that, ten times whatever it was. No, way more than that. That's insane. That's insane. So, but but I mean, it could have been one of those things that they were they weren't even trying to do that, and it, okay. something just you know what I'm saying like they were trying to figure something else completely unassociated with that, right? And then that fucking happened, and they were like, "Holy fuck!" So is it possible? This has got to go somewhere. You know, is it possible that somebody was set? And, and they were, they were told to make a weapon like that, and they were like, "All right, we're going to go out and test this thing." And then they, okay, in is is so in who was is that? Who was in charge of Russia at that time, nineteen oh eight? Is that still? 
Was that still um, the uh, what do you call him with uh, with the fucking <laughs> our boy uh, the the guy that Rasputin and shit? Was that uh, the one that he was involved with? I'm, I'm gonna look I, it up at that point. Nineteen. I don't know. I'm looking to you. It was funny though because I grabbed my Google real quick and had Christopher Reeves flying around the planet backwards. That's <laughs> 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 what made me made me giggle. So it has to be Vladimir Lenin. Lenin. Was, okay. I was going to say it might have been like Lenin or something okay. like that. So is it possible that they were like, listen, I have this idea, whoever it was, or they were, they were, they were told to do this. Sure. And, and what if they fucked it up? I mean, what if they didn't have it no, all? Not, not, not fuck it up. What if it was like way bigger no, than they it thought? Was Nick, it was Nicholas. Nicholas, the uh, Nikolai, the second Nikolai uh, was okay. the last emperor of Russia from oh, yeah, you're 1894 right. to 1917. He's got cross eyes. You see that in the picture? Yes. See his left eye is like leaning way over and the other one's straight. <laughs> he's like crazy eyes. Well, he's the one that fucked it up then. <laughs> no wonder why the bob didn't work. <laughs> he's the one that fucked it up. He's like, wait a minute, it goes where? But I'm saying if if somebody was like told to do this or they had the technology or they were trying it out and all of a sudden, uh, I, I don't know, one of you guys might have said it earlier, like maybe it was way bigger than they anticipated. Sure. And That's they were what like, I'm saying. Yeah, they were like, like oh yeah. shit, we cannot fuck with this again. Right. Like, we're going to destroy everything. But if that was the case, you know how governments work, man. They hold on to everything. Any chance to take, because if you drop something like that over, okay, Russia, let's say back then, let's just say Russia wanted to fucking get rid of China or, or at least invade China at the time because they didn't have, they didn't have remotely half the people they do now. You drop something like this on them. China's now yours. Yeah, yeah, but maybe they were worried that it wouldn't be the same effect. It would be worse or greater, or could also, potentially real, real ruin quick, the earth. It was like uh, me, like one and done. Throw off the the, <laughs> the atmosphere and everything. You know what I mean? Maybe. Re real quick though, around that time is when Rasputin was involved with Nikolai. Oh, rah, rah, yeah, rah, 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 yeah. So that's that our boy. Rasputin was like, getting involved with rah, rah, Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love it was, it. uh, yeah, 1907 is when he, uh, kind of became involved with Nicholas II. What if it uh, was Rasputin? You, you yeah, think he just went Super Saiyan right. and exploded? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, keep on deep! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Taft was our president, by the way. <sighs> oh, man. William Howard big Taft. Fatty. He was a big old fatty, wasn't he? Yeah. No, Taft wasn't fat, was he? I think he was the big fat guy. Oh, uh, wait, wait. Let me look at Roosevelt. Him. Roosevelt was fat. Person? No, Roosevelt. No, Taft was a big boy. Oh, was he? Yeah, he, he had the, the the Wilford Brimley mustache, the diabetes mustache. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. Well, anyway, diabetes. we want to know what you guys oh, think. Oh, oh, it's 200 fucking episodes of this crazy monstrosity of a podcast. Holy. And we want to know what you think. What what sounds most logical to you? Like, I mean, we, we kind of laid out how it goes and what we know about it, Um, what makes the most sense. So in the meantime, we're going to head into, uh, you know, that little thing that, uh, uh do, do you want to do it? What's that? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do I it? I don't know if I remember, but I'll, I'll, I'll wing it here. Yeah. All right. You ready? And now, and now the time by the movies. Sit back, movie grab your popcorn. And we're going to talk about movies. Today. <laughs> I was close. I don't even know. What I was close. <laughs> I was so you close. were not close at all. You want to know something funny, by the way? Just a fun fact. <laughs> ah. 
So <laughs> I did an hour and a half on average, because that's pretty much your episodes, right? They're on average an hour and a half. Roughly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 200 of those equals 12 and a half days. That's how long you've done the podcast for. Jesus, that's it? Well, full days. I mean, 12 and yeah, a half full days. I mean, <laughs> that's, so that's it. like a that's week it. and a half, dude. <laughs> That's, that's all this a lot, bullshit though. for a week and a half's worth of material. There like, you go, on, man. So th- basically, if you were to stream every episode from one to two hundred, it would take you about twelve and a half, roughly thirteen days. That's pretty awesome. Pretty cool to know. I like that. Yeah. All, all right. right. Now to the babies today. So uh, we are talking about the <laughs> the top ten Russian horror films. Oh god, oh. this will be good. This is literally from RussianFilmHub.com. <laughs> They have their own. Please be careful when watching this. Instead of Rotten Tomatoes, it's Rotten Vodka. Yes. <laughs> rotten Borscht. Negative to story. Welcome to RottenBorscht.com. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're, uh, oh boy, I don't think I've seen any of these, to be honest with you. Oh uh, boy. All right. We're going to see if Moody, Moody's the, the weird movie guy. So we're going to see. <laughs> So, Weird movie guy. <laughs> number one here. Well, well, the first. I don't know if there are any in any order, but uh, eh, we'll start down here. The Queen of Spades from 1916. I'm going to look these up anyone? when you say them because I just want to see what they nope. look like. It says, here's one for the ultra old school. Silent films often have a horror-like quality to them, no matter what genre. The gray underworld style picture quality, the unspeaking, unsounding characters, the monotone kingdom of shadows, it all takes you to a spooky place that doesn't feel like real life. The cast, it's all like today, people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 1916, (laughs) dude. This happened right after the Tunguska event happened. You know what I mean? The Queen of Spades is an early horror film about gambling and secrets that early cinema enthusiasts will surely enjoy watching. Who's in it? You have Anton Walbrook, <laughs> Giovanni Mitchell. Oh, yeah, I love him. Edith Evans, mm. who got kicked out of the movie for being too lippy. Mm. She, Ronald, was, she was hot, though. Ronald yeah, Howard, not Ron Howard, the director, but Ronald Howard. It'd be amazing if it was Ron Howard. Uh, Michael <laughs> Medwin and Mary Gerald. That's, yeah. a, that's a good cast right there, guys. Mary Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're all gone. Yeah. All right. From 2007, the next one here is Dead Daughters. What? Dead Daughters is an art house art art. Why can't I say that? Art house horror film set in present day Moscow. What? Which means it sucks. Is that what that means? What is an art house horror film? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Is it like artsy fartsy? Yeah. Yeah. Like real highbrow <laughs> horror. Got some pretty bad scores. Yeah. Oh, is there any reviews? <laughs> There's a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, boy. And then a 4 out of 10 on IMDb. Ay, uh. <laughs> In it, the ghosts of three girls killed by their insane mother haunt random, um, oh, boy, Moscovites with gruesome intentions. After picking their victim, they watch over them for three days. If during this period the victim's moral standards do not meet their mark, the girls yeah, brutally marry, murder them, not marry them, murder them. <laughs> brutally married. Which is kind of like murder. That's a whole other movie. Yeah, right it's kind of like dude. murder. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's dude, see. I got brutally married last year. <laughs> now, uh, the next one up is The Green Elephant. Uh, let's see. From 1999. First off, absolutely do not watch this movie unless you are 18 and over. It is extremely grotesque. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> uh, now I'm, I'm going to go watch that right yeah. after. Yeah. 
Anyway, Green Elephant is probably the most recognizably horror... It says recognizably horror genre Russian horror film to Western audiences. That's the sentence. <laughs> Did someone in Russian write awesome. this? With a little bit of uh, Salo, Salo, Salo mixed in. This little-known film is a psychedelic exploitation film full of... So that Salo is... Uh, yeah. That movie was basically... It's... it's um, banned in a lot of places it's basically about uh these rich people that get a bunch of teenagers and take them to an island and make them do all kinds of weird shit to each other and to them so they changed the name to it's epstein a pretty fucking it's epstein it's a pretty yeah it's yeah. essentially like yeah that's exactly what it is okay so it's nice knowing it's you guys yeah. movie. bye <laughs> <laughs> hello my name's hillary yeah um, let's see. It's in a, a psychedelic exploitation uh, film full of violent scenes, graphic but often hilarious language, and disturbing messages. Actually, the film is so troubling that it's banned from mainstream theatrical dis distribution in Russia. Nevertheless, nice. it has somewhat of a cult following and notorious quotations from it make their way on Russian memes and copypasta. Do you think uh, Chainsaw streamed that on his phone at the truck stop while he's trying to sleep? I hope so. Wait a minute. What is what is what does it say that it's called on there? Uh, Dead daughters. No, green. Ele is it just green elephant? Green elephant. Yeah. Oh, the other one. Oh yeah, green yeah. elephant. Sorry. Yeah, the green. Because when I when I pulled it up on here, it, it comes up as green elephant calf. No, you got to take that out. I tried that too. But if you take that no, out, then you can see the actual the same, one. No, it comes up on here. It's the same thing. Nineteen ninety nine Russian psychedelic exploitation movie. Like I'm getting the same thing. It's on Wikipedia. I don't know. Green elephant. It's just like a, I guess it's like an alternate title. <laughs> it's it's in the related search category uh, category for gummo. Remember that? Oh, God. so it's like one of those like one of those kind of movies. We just talked about gummo a couple episodes ago. Yeah, we did. We brought that up. Yeah. So next one is from 1979, Dead Mountaineers Hotel. Uh, <laughs> it's an Estonian sci-fi film based on the eponymous book by the Arkady and Boris Strugowski brothers. What? The same writers behind uh, Stalker. I guess that's a movie. After an anonymous tip brings a detective out to a hotel in the Alps, he soon discovers it was a false alarm and decides to stay the night, which who wouldn't? However, soon an avalanche cuts the hotel off from the outside world and the strange supernatural events start to occur. It sounds like... Uh, it sounds like uh, the Jack Nicholas movie. Shining? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like Shining. Yeah. Maybe it's their version. Uh, so just real quick, uh, uh, that, that Green Elephant movie, <clears throat> I'm just reading about the plot, and uh, apparently there is a scene <laughs> where uh, a prisoner defecates on a plate that he shares with another person, smears himself in feces, and eats some of it. All right. Oh, dear Lord. Speaking of that, about, uh, where, where are you going with this? Here. Speaking <laughs> of that, did you guys know that Two Girls, One Cup was fake? I would hope like this, so. It recently came out that that was actually I would ice cream. So. I would hope so. That was ice cream. Yeah. Like they came out and showed and explained how they did it. I never watched it. So I don't You've never it. seen that? Fuck no. I don't oh my watch God. That it's shit. the funniest Unfortunately, thing ever. I did. I, I watched yeah, it. We, yeah. we all did. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Yeah. It was bad. I think we were at band practice one yeah. day and somebody's like, ooh, check this yeah. out. <laughs> so bad. Well, anyways, it was ended up being ice cream. Even the, the vomiting scenes? Yeah, it was all ice cream. Oh, bastards. They, but they, they also, also uh, the captain, this is more of it. 
the captain, one of the captains, uh, subjects one of the guys to oral sex, uh, muttering the names of Japanese carrier ships at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Driven to insanity. The, the Can you imagine being the him? actor? Like, <laughs> I got to get this paycheck, and the director's like, "All right, so for this scene, you're gonna take a big, healthy shit on this plate, and guess what, buddy? You're gonna eat it." Hold the guy's on, like, "I really on. need there's, a paycheck." There's more. It gets it gets even better. Oh no! Uh, driven to insanity, the guy beats the captain with a pipe, bites off his face, then sodomizes him with it, and tears out his trachea, making another guy blow into his trachea like it's an elephant's trunk. Wait, hold on. Say that again. Hold on. Bring that back. What? The dude. So the dude that was getting forced to do oral sex. Yeah. Uh, he goes insane, beats the captain up with a pipe, and okay. bites off his face. Okay. Then he sodomizes him and tears out his trachea, and then he makes another guy blow on the trachea, pretending like it's an elephant trunk. What the fuck? I mean, yeah, I'm good on that. I'm good on that whole thing. Yeah, I'm good. So. Where did where did you find this fucking list? Uh, on on Canadian what was it? Rush RussianFilmHub.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go, man. Next one is 1991's uh, "Daddy Father Frost Is Dead." Okay, released right. right before the fall of the Soviet Union. Uh, this movie reflects the hopelessness many Soviets uh, felt. Uh, let's see, during this time. They knew something was wrong, but they couldn't speak up and put their finger on the problem. Reflecting this, the film is almost mute. You'll hear pretty much only sounds, not speech. It's as if the characters are trying to say something, but simply can't. Like Silverhead's uh, Daddy Father Frost is Dead features some strange scientific experiments and its share and its share of disturbing events to watch. Okay. That's that one. Well. Okay. Which is funny because the next one is that one that mentioned 1999, Silver Heads. Yeah. So Silver Heads is an eccentric science fiction film. Oh, it says flick. Sorry. Flick about a group of scientists who run a secret experiment trying to combine man and tree. <laughs> That's how you know it's not a serious thing because he says flick instead of film. Okay. He's more laid back than most people. Oh. Working in the yeah. middle of the secluded forest, they uh, think they're all alone. However, strange creatures from past experiments roam around them. Nice. Next Very one's nice. 1988, Mr. Designer. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eerie, mystical drama about an artist who dreams of bringing his magnificent mannequins to life. Dude, that sounds awesome. One day we, he, They made that movie. It's called Mannequin. It's called Mannequin, right. yeah. One Nothing's day. gonna stop us <laughs> now. And if this world is gonna... Sorry. Uh, one day he <laughs> succeeds in doing this, but the results are far worse than he expected. Well, this is by no means a scar movie in the Western sense. It's a spooky story that's well worth experiencing. A haunting take on an artist who dared to play God. Ooh. Uh, next up is Ten Little Indians from 1987. Ten Little Indians, a.k.a. Uh, and Then There Were None. Oh, I know this movie. I've, I've seen, yeah, I've yeah. Seen, I actually think I've seen this one. It's a uh, disturbing psychological thriller based on the novel by the incomparable English, English writer Agatha Christie. There you go. The Soviet yeah. film adaptation tells the story of ten strangers who gather for a dinner party. The thing is, none of them know who invited them, and none of them are... Uh, wait, and now they're all stuck on an isolate, uh, isolated island with nowhere to go except for into their dark pasts. 
So it's like Clue, but like, uh, yeah. but not as... Yeah, they start dying one by one and yeah. then, you know. Uh, next one is Vi, V-I-Y. Vi, Vi, is a Vi or V? Vi? I don't, I don't fucking speak Russian. All right. 1967. Uh, generally considered the most famous Russian horror film. In this delightful film based well, on the Gogol tale. Clearly. <laughs> the Gogol tale of the same name. A young priest <clears throat> attempts to save the soul of a witch with which he has a story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they did that. <laughs> As a backstory, uh, after an altercation between the coma slayer, yeah, there's just a lot. Via is a beautiful film to behold. The best version to watch with English subtitles is actually on Amazon. Oh. Okay. And then there is Come and See. Uh, oh, this movie's fucked up. I've seen this movie. So you have actually movie. seen this one? I've seen this one. It's a so, war movie. So one of it's, these. Okay. It's fucking brutal, dude. So the infamous film by Elim Klimov is often considered the best war movie. It literally says, considered the best war movies and most horrifying film of all time. <laughs> the best war movies. The best war movies. <laughs> Set in Belarus during uh, World War II, Come and See Me may leave you uh, feeling numb and devastated after watching it. The film dramatizes the true events of the war, which saw German occupiers and collabor uh, collaborators burn 628 Belarusian villages with their residents to the ground. Yikes. Dude, it's a 90% so, on Rotten Tomatoes and an 8.4 on IMDb. It, oh, shit. It's a, it's, a, it's a great movie, but it's fucking nuts. And I like I, I was talking to this guy that I used to work with about it because he's, he's like a big war nut. And um, he sent me to the... I can't remember the website... But he told me to go check it out because like it, it talks about the movie, and I guess like there's there's scenes they basically like they use real bullets to like get like reactions out of the people like in the movie and stuff like that. There's a scene where the dude because he's like a kid in the movie, he's like a young dude, and there's like a scene in the movie where he's like hiding behind like a cow, like like they're shooting at him and he's like hiding behind like this like cow like a body of a cow and they're like legitimately shooting bullets it at this cow like with this kid hiding like behind live it. rounds so it's yes, like it's like rounds. tropic they thunder. use live rounds <laughs> it's it's just yeah. like tropic thunder yeah. jeff yes yes <laughs> just like no but I, but and like i guess they like like all kinds of crazy shit that went on like with this movie to make it as realistic and crazy as fucking possible and no it, shit. it's nuts dude mm. it's That's nuts crazy. So I'm I'm surprised that the what is it uh, let the right one in or let the right ones in or whatever it's called it, that's not on here because it, it, that's a Russian vampire movie right? Is that Russian? I thought that was that Russian might... or is that German? Oh mm. uh, no, I gotta look it up. Hold on. Let the right one in right here. Here it goes. Oh, that's not it. Well, there's the remake, but they, they did a they did a remake not that long ago. I thought this shit was Russian. Great movie, by the way. It was awesome. What if you let the wrong ones in? Stockholm. Okay, so it's not. Okay. Swedish, yeah. yeah. It's Swedish, ah. Huh? There is a let the wrong one in film. <laughs> is there a 2021. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so anyway. So, uh, go ahead. Side note, go ahead. Though, that movie's got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? The original let the right one in. Dude, it's great. It's so yeah. great. The, yeah. the remake wasn't bad, but the original was badass, too. Yeah, the, those are both no, great it's movies. It's because Americans ruin everything when they of try course. to remake it. Of course they do. Except French fries. <laughs> we did okay with that. I don't even know what to say about that. Right? Because you know I'm right. Oh, man. So that was the Tunguska event. And, uh, well, 
we Why all did you have go like partial Arnold there. That was the Tunguska event with my stogie. <laughs> Tell you right now what I think of it. <laughs> you know what it was? It was my friend, the predator. He came in and he landed. <laughs> Dude, I he, saw a reel. <laughs> he took it all out. I saw an Instagram reel today. You know, the scene in Predator where he's got the rock and he's about to smash the Predator's yeah. head and he flips up the thing on his wrist to blow the bomb off. Yeah. Well, instead, somebody overdubbed Axel F. So when he's in the button, it goes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> I was like, this is great. That's uh, pretty badass. <laughs> well, we want to know what you guys think about this whole event. Um, I mean, what, what could it have been? Was it nuclear? Was it aliens coming in to stop the meteorite that everyone thought was coming to hit us? Was, was it, it a gateway to another dimension? Was it a volcano? Yeah. Or was it chainsaw? Just emitting gas out of I his ass again. I think it's chainsaw. Yeah, I do too. That's possible. What the fuck? <laughs> was it on a Wednesday? Because that would have been after Chainsaw had Taco Tuesday. So <laughs> it's, pl it's plausible. It's a very plausible thing. It is. It's very plausible. So listen, do us a favor. Make sure to stop over to our official website, the Midnight Dream Podcast.com. At our website, you can buy some super sweet. Super sweet. There it is. <laughs> Merchandise at our store, and you can find all kinds of cool shirts and hats and like phone cases and all kinds of cool stuff over there. And, uh, you know, let us know what you think about things when you're over there. Like, send us a message while you're there. Beef boots. Right. And beef boots, <laughs> the new shirt. And what was the other one? Oh, beef God. Boots. What was it? I can't remember now. Oh, come on. We just had, we had two shirt ideas Damn just it. now. Uh, well, beef boots is for sure. It is. That is a good one. <laughs> if you liked what you heard from us and God, do I hope you do. Uh, consider being a show producer by heading to the Midnight Dream uh, Podcast.com and clicking on the Patreon button or to patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Dream Podcast. And for as little as just five doll hairs a month, you can uh, get all kinds of cool stuff like custom shirts, custom posters, stickers, all the bonus episodes, which we have a lot of them coming for you. And uh, yeah, so. What was the one with Chainsaw? What? You did a Patreon with Chainsaw not too long ago. Oh, the Truckers. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it good? The killer truckers. Yeah. It was yeah. a two-part, dude. How did he do? And he was awesome. Was he? Yeah, it was great. Did he get spooky with it? He's like, and then no, on a July no. night. No, he spooked me out. <laughs> <laughs> he really? spooked me out because every time I'm talking about it, I'm like, yeah, and it was on this road. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I go there all the time. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> he's been everywhere. Yeah, he's like, I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's been all every place that I talked about. He's like, yeah, I've been there before. I've been there before. I mean, I would imagine so. It's, is he still driving trucks? Just, yeah. Nice. Yeah, he, he's is. doing like the oversized shit right now. That's where the real and money's at. If you're a new listener. No, no, that's just, that's just chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're a new listener and you've made it this far, chainsaw <laughs> is a very good friend of ours and a very good friend of the show that's been on here numerous times. He's a great guy. We love him very much. Very, very much. And he is a truck driver, and he's scary. He's a he's a large human he's being. Scary. He is. He is. <laughs> so listen, if you are a diehard Midnight Train fan and you want to help <laughs> produce this motherfucker, show your support for the show, and say, hey, you know what, you guys, you don't suck too bad. Oh, maybe movie moody, but but whatever. And then uh, just sign up for Patreon. Okay. So most importantly, share the Midnight Train with everyone. <laughs> Word of mouth is how you're going to get more passengers on this train here. So seriously, like, <laughs> let everyone know. Get on there and just tell your friends. Tell your friends about the show. You know what I mean? The best way to do it. Right? Jeff hey, tells was us. anybody watching this, by the way? Did you ever? Oh, I don't know if they are or not. 
Was anybody watching this shit? I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find it. it wait, it says stream finished like forever ago. <laughs> Maybe you're only allowed so much time. I don't know. Wait, I'm looking on the YouTube page. I don't see it. On yeah, it's not even there. I'll figure it out. Did uh, it? Did you put it on the band's YouTube page on accident? <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, <laughs> David Sean are gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> so listen, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, listen on Spotify, Apple Music, and if you're uh, or Apple Apple Podcasts, I guess. Uh, while you're there, give uh, leave a review, please. That'd be awesome. Unless it's gonna be like a shitty review, and then just send that directly to Moody. And just tell them. Yeah, like, that's fine. Know, yeah. Yep. No, Dude. please, please, because because then I'm gonna fucking write back to you, and it's gonna be the greatest goddamn thing ever. So. <laughs> nice, dear Mister Moody, I love your beard. I have I have so much time to waste at work that I will engage with anybody who wants to fucking argue with me. So, dude, uh, tell me about this Viking stuff. I saw a bunch of pictures. Uh, what do you want to know? Like, so is it like? A club of people like you guys all meet up and then do all this we stuff. Basically, or what? we we like to call it Viking Fight Club. Um, we do uh, it's it's historical like reenactment, but we do uh, like do you actually go out there do, and like camp and like live like a Viking for the weekend or something? Yes, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. No way. We have like uh, a lot of the guys, and I actually have two um, like period specific like tents. Uh, we have like. Like all the clothing and stuff is like period specific. Everything is whatever. It's it's basically they call it like living history. And then we go out and train and we fight with uh, axes and swords and shields. And Why can't they do this for like Star that. Wars? I'd be all over that. We, we can <laughs> totally can. do that, dude. Could we? We could totally yeah. do that. Yeah. Why not? But uh, yeah, like so that's what we, for the we actually yeah. just had. We just had the. Uh, we just hosted an event. Our group hosted an event um, that is the largest. Viking of it's the largest gathering of Vikings uh, in the Americas ever, and uh, quite possibly the largest gathering of Vikings in the Western Hemisphere. Wow, ever that's um, pretty cool, dude. And uh, yeah, the the guy it's actually uh, John, you guys both know him, I think you both know him, Ray Rowe. He's like the, the leader. I heard he got hurt, he's, he's like not the, in the WWE anymore. He what? still is. He's he got some kind of injury had, uh, or something, right? He had surgery, he had to have surgery on his neck, so he's temporarily out. Oh. But he's the one. He's the one that started the group and and got everything going. That's pretty so, cool. So okay, what yeah, so we what does it take to be weekend. an actual Viking? Like, are there? Well, you got to be a man. Guideline? Well, no, they have plenty of women. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's dude, there's a lot of there's a bunch of girls that fight women to fight with us. Really? So what does it dude, take? Some of the some of the some of the women that I fought are like way more brutal than the dudes. And so when we say fought, okay, is this like actual like? fighting or is this like yeah it's like hand-to-hand combat with swords and axes and so shields and shit like that is anybody ever got hurt yeah yeah really is it to yeah, the dude, death actually, uh thursday thursday at practice the one dude almost fucking lost an eye he's got a fucking big he got hit right under the eye that's hardcore the fucking eye. But, but but is pretty. it is it to the death no 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 it's basically so. There's there's different types of fighting that we do. Like the 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 uh, the basic one we do is called Western Western style, which is you have a sh- a sword and like either either a sword or an axe and like a shield. And it's you have certain target zones that you have to hit. It's not like whatever. So and it's basically just to contact. Like if I if I touch you with my axe, 
in the target zone that's considered a kill. So you're so LARPing. You're, you're going like, you're not going, no, it's not LARPing. <laughs> it's not, not at all. Don't, <laughs> you say, don't fucking no. say it's LARPing. <laughs> if you, if you, if you call, if you call it LARPing <laughs> to any of these people, they will fucking lose their shit. Oh, I'm sure. But I mean, is that not what it is though? No, it's not. It's, it's kind not of no, like live that. live action role playing is more of like Civil That's War reenactments. Use, like when you're actually are, like role playing something. But aren't they role playing no, being no, actual no. Vikings? LARPing, LARPing is the guys that use those big foam fucking swords and go out and beat the shit out of each other that they have no idea what like we are literally learning like it's it's a fight it's like martial art basically. Like we're learning how to fight. We're learning like techniques that they use. We're, we're learning how they did, like, uh, we do, like, their line fights, like the shield wall shit. We line up and fight each other like that. So d- so what is your ethnicity, your background? Mine? Yeah. I have, uh, honestly, like, it's mostly, like, English, like, Eastern European. Um, and, like, my sister did the, the whole ancestry thing. And there's, there's, like, there's a little bit of, like, uh, Scandinavian there. But so so do you guys have like a protocol as far as like what ethnicities you're allowed to have in as far as Vikings nope. go? Nope. So you do you have like any African American members? There's a there's a bunch of them. Really? Not in our group. We don't have any in our group, but there's a there's a couple of guys that are really good fighters that are, yeah. Really? So there's well, no so, like there's, I mean the Vikings Vikings back in the day like they were actually a very like diverse group. I know I mean, that cuz I played Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and that—that's all the history. You no, need. and the I only mean, reason I ask it. is because they were they the the, the African American the African culture, I guess, at that time they were very southern. So I just were there actual in the past well, were there actual but, African Vikings? Well, I mean, think about think about it. The Vikings, the Vikings went God like they it. basically conquered fucking like every like they were all over the place, including like Northern Africa. And wherever you got to think, like wherever they conquered and settled, right? They're going to mingle and mix with the local populations, right? Okay. So if you're in Northern Africa or wherever or whatever, like you're going to end up with mixed, you know, mixed race, mixed whatever. Yeah. So there was like, there was a huge like range of, of, of people in that were Vikings just because of that fact alone. I mean, the Vikings were the first ones to discover North America, right? I mean, so that's pretty cool. They, they, you know, I saw the pictures over, you were posting. I, I was liking them and stuff, but I, I was, I always wanted to ask you like how that was. It's cool. Yeah, dude, it's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. it's pretty. It seems nice. pretty. In, like, uh, like you guys seem like a. The, uh, it's very family oriented as far as like the group oh, absolutely. is. You absolutely, know? man. It's like it's probably one of the. It's literally, it's probably like the best like group of people that I've ever like been associated with. Like everyone takes care of each other. It's like a real, it's more of a family than just like a thing to do, you know, on the weekends or whatever. So like dealing with band, band guys doing sound, right? (laughs) 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 I'd much rather, much rather be a Viking. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a no, that sucks. That whole thing sucks. Well, good for you, buddy. I'd like to come out to just to watch, just to watch one day. Well, I mean, you, you know, Ray, you're friends with Ray, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love Ray. Ray's one of the greatest people ever that I've ever met so that'd be cool to go like, out there and I, I didn't know he like fucked le- his neck legitimately, up legitimately yeah I guess he had uh, just from the years of wrestling and shit like he had some problems with like the vertebrae in his neck so they had to go in and uh, 
there's a, like he they got like a titanium plate in there now and they did a bunch my of dad shit just did that he had so he's seven discs for, fused yeah, yeah he's out for like uh, i think he's gonna actually be able to start like lifting a little bit and training with us again soon but he said he's probably gonna be out for another like he, he's probably like four or five months of wrestling mm. it's gonna oh, be a while before that he sucks comes back. is but, uh, so now okay i haven't talked to him forever but are, are is the WWE are they taking care of him as far as like his his medical shit? Because I, I always heard that I, that I don't know. I always I hear like know. like so much shit that like they don't take care of because well they don't have like I I know that they don't. They're subcontractors for the most part. They're right? sub, yeah, they're subcontractors. That's how they get away with like not having to do all that kind of shit. But uh, honestly, I have no idea. I don't. But know. I'm sure he gets royalties from the video games and the f- action figures and all that shit. Well, I hope so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's he okay. Like games. you know, financially. All I know is he posts yeah. pictures of his yeah, his yeah. little boy Cash, who yeah. is the cutest fucking thing, and he takes him out hunting and shit. And what is he like? The kid's awesome. Like man. two years old, three years old, whatever it is. I think he's three. Yeah. Three now. And it's just it's just awesome. Like he yeah, takes him awesome. out there and he's teaching him how to like. Be a be a man, be a Viking. Do you teach think him, you could yeah. take Logan out there and teach him how to be a Viking? Uh, no, <laughs> no, because I don't know how to be a Viking. <laughs> We'd be out there like, uh, can we just plug this in real quick? Logan would be like, yeah. DoorDash doesn't come out this way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so listen, before I get into our, our thanks to all of our Patreons and whatnot, um, truthfully, uh, 200 episodes, man, like this is our 200th and it's it's been a crazy ride and jeff you and i we started this thing off forever ago freaking it's pretty wild huh like what four or five years ago at least yeah seems like forever ago like a lifetime ago yeah and and back in the garage yeah back back in the uh the the schmoodio yeah there yeah Uh, that was with riley yeah his (laughs) negative ass but it's it's this has been a it's a passion of mine man like i just i love this i love learning like the the again with this the the tungutska event i i knew about it but i didn't know enough about it you know so learning about it is that's that's why i do this that's why i love it and bringing some humor into it like even when we talk about the uh the, like the the, the the macabre stuff like the 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 deaths and uh, the serial killers and shit like that. Like we, we still try to bring some levity to it without disparaging anybody. And it's always, except for the, except for the assholes. <laughs> well, well, fuck them. You know. My so, question okay. is after 200 episodes, are you ready for jeopardy with everything you've learned? Mm. Do you think you would be decent at it? It depends. Is it uh shitty history from a podcast? Is that, <laughs> is that on jeopardy? Cause if that's the case, then yes, I've got, I've got this, I've got this on lockdown. Yeah, no, but truthfully, man, it's been awesome with like with both you guys, like being a part of this with me. So I, I greatly appreciate you both being here. And you know, I know Moody has had some issues recently, but he's uh, yeah, he's he's a back bit. a little bit. He's part bionic nice. now. At oh least. yeah, the, but the, yeah, the uh, the newest thing, by the way, is my heater fucking went out last like last night, your or last Sunday night. So I don't have a furnace right now. Ah, you don't need it. So it's no, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a fireplace or anything? I got a couple of heaters. I uh, well, Jesus. I'm waiting on the part to come in. I got to wait for the part to come in. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, Patreon. 
get yeah. some subscriber yeah. numbers yeah. up. <laughs> we need a furnace. Okay. Just one fucking thing after another. Right That's now. how it goes, though. That man. sucks, dude. Well, this uh, has literally been the single worst year of my life, I think. Well, let's hope next year's better. Yeah, we got 2024. Listen, I mean, I, you're, you're gonna have OAF with a new band, a new uh, album, videos. It's gonna yeah. be sweet. I don't know what that is. You, you will know when it hits. Yeah, that's that's the band. <laughs> and can you guess what OAF stands for? Old as fuck. Yes, sir. That's exactly yeah. what it stands for. I uh, I might have some music coming your guys' way too. Oh, uh, I've been, we've been I've been actually jamming. Yeah, I've been actually jamming with uh, some of the Viking guys, and we got a we're writing some old school hardcore. What are you playing? Bass. Nice. Is it like Viking yeah. metal? No, no, it's just, it's like old school, like hardcore, just straight up hardcore. That's cool. Yeah, I, so. I look forward to hearing that. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've got uh, four four original songs, and they're all about a minute and a half long. So. <laughs> Classic hardcore, man. Yeah! Thank you! Awesome. Hell yeah. That's how hardcore should be. Should be it it should be short and sweet. It's good. It's good old school hardcore, man. Well, good. Good for you, man. I always relate it to when Dewey Cox did Coke. You know that scene? Yeah. When they all did cocaine. He's like, let's do it again. Let's do it again from the top. Yeah. That is hardcore. Yeah. Yep. 100 percent well good i'm glad to hear that 2024 man listen the end of the year is coming super fast it's like what in three days from now is thanksgiving then christmas then new year's and then we're out of this year crazy fuck christmas (laughs) wow (laughs) (laughs) but we we have we got a lot of good shit coming up for our listeners that are still hanging out with us right now do we and yes we do god damn it Yes. How do you know? You don't even know what's going on. I have all the shit lined up. A Tesla episode? Do you? Well, now we have to do a Tesla episode for sure. No, fuck you. I'm not doing it. That'd be a good one, though. He'll do it. I'm not doing it just because you want me to do it. Exactly. He'll do it. Maybe maybe I'll get a hold of Mushmouth Records and see if they can do a little (laughs) Tesla... A little Tesla promo. We haven't heard from Mushmouth in it's a been long a, it's time. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I heard that. Uh, I heard after COVID, they kind of shut down. They did. They yeah. Well, they refused to get vaccines, and then next thing you know, they cut funding. And well, I guess a lot of their artists couldn't go on tour, and they lost a bunch of money. Yeah, yep. they lost a bunch, but they'll be back. I mean, that's yeah. the business. I got, a, I got a feeling they'll be back. Yeah. So listen, we cannot thank you all enough for all your love and support for uh, 200 plus episodes, but definitely 200. And uh, you guys are, you're so amazing. All you passengers, listeners, whatever you, the fuck you want to call yourselves. Um, thank you. Tremendously. Asshole. From, from, the, <laughs> from the bottom of my heart, truthfully. <laughs> so listen, a very, very special uh, thank you to, hold on, I got to turn it down because it's super loud. <laughs> There it is. Nice. To our executive producer, Patreon, first class passengers, also known as our beautiful poopers, uh, to Jacob Peters, Stoner Babe 69, uh, Tim Karras, Zoe Miller, Tracy Valancourt, Edgy. Uh, Edgy. <laughs> hey, Edgy. Did you say Tracy Valancourt? Yes. Like I, Vicky Valancourt? I know, right? He said the, the, he said the last thing. Is last that what you Swear to God, Vicky Valancourt. She's probably she's probably like God damn it. She probably gets it all <laughs> the time, <laughs> right? To Edgar yeah. Rodriguez. The first, time she's, the first time she saw that movie, she was like, "Motherfucker!" Right, right. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To Edgar, not Edgie Rodriguez. So I apologize for that. Uh, Jenny Wynn. Ed Gain. Riley. Yeah, Ed Gain is one of our. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Riley with no last name. Chris Connors, Amanda C., Micah Purdue, Dale Wells, uh, George DeJesus, Megan McTerry, Amanda Dens, Chris Lucas, Joseph Aramo, Nathan Diekman, Caitlin McKinney, Maggie Brothers, Miles Cam- uh, Campbell, Brian Gunselman, Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Doherty, Janet Sherrill, Chad Flint, uh, who's been around from like the get go? Oh yeah, Chris McLeod also, Justin Kowalczyk <laughs> throw, from the beginning. Did you throw a hot dog at a wall? Was that Chad? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, remember I requested that. <laughs> yeah, and he actually did it. Yeah, and like videotaped it. That was pretty good. Maria Gibbs, a chainsaw, of course. What the fuck? Courtney Bachelor, Katie Brabenick, uh, one of my favorite people in the world, and of course, our boy, Bill Birch. Oh, good for you. I had to do it myself. There you go. I don't understand why you don't just put that back on the board. I don't have enough room on the board. There's, dude, there's, there's a, well, there's, there's 12 buttons and like four banks. There's eight buttons. And like four banks. There's like 12 banks. <laughs> what tier? Okay, so what tier subscribers? We have Chainsaw. 140 spots. Chainsaw? What? I don't know. He's probably like a level one as far as. What I is know. that? Like five bucks? No, it's like a dollar. It's a dollar. No, I, I think Chainsaw is. I think he's a, a level. I think he's a level two. So he's a five dollar. Yeah. So and like, how long would you say he's been Patreon? Um, for a while. Yeah. I mean, if you had to guess, he was. I think he was one of the first people that signed up. Yeah, months. I'd say a, probably a couple years now. So like twenty four. So let's say that. Yeah. Twenty four. Yeah. Hundred twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. That could have bought a really nice chain wallet. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying, Chainsaw. You might want to upgrade your old your old vintage uh, money holder there. Get you a nice one with a gold chain. I don't know why they pick on you so much, Chainsaw. I don't know why. Because we love them. I don't know why. And I miss them. So listen, do me a favor. Do us a favor. <laughs> Spread the word. All right. And if you want your name to be mentioned on the show and for us. Oh, oh real, real quick. Before I have to get out of here. Um, did I is did I did I mention Rick Resler, by the way, in here? No. I did not. I have I to say that know. because Rick sent us over a very sizable contribution re- recently. And um, I honestly don't know what to say, dude. Thank you tremendously for your belief wow. and and everything. Seriously. So thank you tremendously, Rick Rasler. Like you are. Hell yeah. You are amazing. And I'm glad that you get a kick out of this or you honestly feel bad for all of us so either way and rick i don't know if you heard feels bad for us yeah yeah i mean rick i don't know if you heard but booty doesn't have heat for christmas just saying (laughs) i I don't know if that means anything to you no i'm just kidding i'm kidding yes thank you for a donation that's awesome you have no idea (laughs) like like truthfully when i got it (laughs) (laughs) when i got it sent over i was just like what the fuck so dude i i I tremendously like you have no idea to all of you guys. Yeah, that's you great. have no idea that you believe in it, and I promise you, the the Patreon bonus episodes they're going to be coming in handfuls, so much that you won't even be able to handle it. Did you know the documentary is up still? I'm trying to bring it up, <laughs> see what the, the count is currently, because it's been a while. <laughs> Fucking documentary. <laughs> It's still good. I still go back and watch it every now and then. We, we 30, call- 37,000 views. 37,000 oh, views. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Wow. We can call it a mockumentary at this point, right? We should have monetized it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, why didn't we? I don't think we could at that point. We didn't have enough subscribers. Oh, well. 
It is what it is. As long as people are watching. Uh, my favorite still is where Moody's like turned sideways and he's talking like it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> I keep turning around. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. <laughs> oh, it's good. Well, stuff. listen, truthfully, it's been 200 episodes. We're going for 200 more plus. All so, right. Wait, you were, you wanted to oh. know, you were going to, you wanted to know what our favorite episode yeah, was. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like before we get out of here for sure. So favorite of all, you can only pick one. Oh, do you have mine? Mine, mine is still. Oh. mine is still the fucking New Year's one, the Hatfield and McCoy. Oh my god, dude! I have to go back and listen. <laughs> we were trying not to break character so hard. Remember that, and he kept trying, and I was doing and the whip sound were... over and over. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was such a good in, one, and he's talking like and we decided. Time. We decided to leave all the uncomfortable pauses where we were trying yes. not to laugh yes. in there, so the episode was like three hours long. Yes, <laughs> I was like, you know, what? I was gonna cut all those out, but they're way too funny. <laughs> I, I, I had to leave those in, and that's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, for sure. Like I just, one. I that's literally just listened five. to that recently, and I was just laughing my ass off on that. Yeah. <laughs> um. You, do you have one? Yeah. It, the ants. You know where where, they, where our ants came in, which we were <laughs> going. Moody's we aunt, were, remember Moody's aunt called in Gertrude. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to do that for this episode. We just yeah. didn't have enough time to get it all put together. To this day, to be able to do it. If my wife has a bad day, she plays that. And really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee you that the the number, you know, if however many views count is on it, it's probably an eighty percent my wife. No she shit. She just plays it over and <laughs> that's over amazing. And over. Yeah, that's one of her favorites. I, I, it's a toss up for me for that one, and then the Christmas episode where we did the oh that was fun. Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. That was so much fun. That was fun. We got to do that again. Yeah. And get everybody involved in it. <laughs> I think, t- truthfully, I think one of my at least I'm not going to say my favorite, but one of my favorites is the haunted dolls episode. <laughs> but, but, but because of the intro, yes. you know, that was amazing. Yeah. And I was not expecting that at all. I thought that was such a good episode. That one was awesome. But as far as content wise goes, I I'm going to say, honestly, uh, well, um, the Antikythera mechanism, because it got me on the history channel. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Truthfully, yeah, it, go. it got me on there. So sure. I'm gonna say that was that was probably my favorite as far as content goes. So, yeah. like content wise, you know, what about you? Oh man, uh, what did you learn the most from? Well, I've learned a lot over all these years and episodes, but I would have to say, like content wise, was anything aliens for me. I mean, I just love all that stuff. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, anything that we talked about, like you know, the fire in the sky one, Travis Walton was awesome. Everything aliens yeah. that we've ever done was always my favorite. Yeah, you're, you guys yeah. are big proponents of that. Yeah, it's just interesting as hell, man. You know, it really is. Look, I'm just trying to get on their fucking good side. So when they take everybody out, <laughs> well, listen, if they protected us from a meteorite or a meteor, that's pretty awesome. Supposedly, I'm not saying. Well, they, they only did. did that so they can mine our resources later. <laughs> And that would be, exactly, yeah. that would be it's our, exactly our buttholes. Is that what they mine? No, it's the tungsten for the iPhone All 22. Oh, and shit, yeah. wait, Jeff, you, you have to do everyone. If they're still listening and I hope they are, please just give me a Elon Musk. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Just, what should I say? just talk about the tungsten and tungsten. Tungs, challenge, challenge, challenge Zuckerberg <laughs> okay. to a fight. Yeah, there you go. Facebook man, you wanna go? Let's go. I'll get him to get the calls. I'll buy the fucking calls, Sam, and I'll punch you in the face. 
Meta sucks balls. Irks. He does the irks. Everything is X. X. Oh, God. That's all good. Oh, man. All right. Listen, you guys get out of here. We're going to get out of here. And uh, a lot of stuff coming soon. All right. We're going to have Jeff back on, especially for the. Yeah. Which one are we talking about? Tesla. The Tesla. We're gonna I'll come back for any of them. Just let me All know. All right. Cool. All right. So stay safe out there, passengers. And as always, choo choo, motherfuckers. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Or not. <laughs> <laughs>